Hey everybody, welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review, uh, Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 5, The Door, and what a fucking episode of Game of Thrones. To answer your question from right where we just started, Carmine, yeah I did, I watched, it th I watched this episode this morning, as I think a <laughs> lot of people did as it got leaked this morning, and I made the mistake to watch it this morning, because it made my whole day fucking sad. People in the chat were wondering <laughs> if I started, if we're starting late because I was somewhere crying, yes I was. Fucking summer, I know everyone's talking about the Hodor, and we'll get into the Hodor. It was the summer, in summer, giving up mm -hmm. giving mm -hmm. up the life to protect them, to buy them one more fucking second. The balls on that fucking direwolf, way to fucking go. Uh, such an emotional episode of Game of Thrones. One of someone's, my... Someone's putting their lotus in there. Yeah. Three minutes. Oh my god. Hoping lotus would do the same for you, no doubt. Oh, I hope so. But everyone, welcome back to the show. We are here tonight to talk I'd about this episode. I'd rather face Ghost than Lotus. <laughs> uh, it's so much love. We have everyone in the motherfucking chat right now. We got everyone in the Discord group in the spoiler room. It's great to see everybody tonight. And we're going to get all into this episode. I, I feel a little weird because... Most hey, episodes come I come out here and I come out, you know, really excited. Uh, oh my god, what a I mean, this was an amazing episode of Game of Thrones, but this was probably one of the most for, for me anyways, beginning to end sad episodes of Game of Thrones. Oh god, yeah. It really tugged in the strings. You can talk about uh the the red wedding moment, Ned's moment, but those were singular moments. This episode fucking punched me in the balls several times and ripped them out one at a time. I didn't give a shit about the, uh, the the lizards of the forest dying. They dug their own fucking grave. But fucking Bran, fucking Bran, you don't go in there, you don't you don't walk into awful neighborhoods without your bodyguard, the Three-Eyed Raven. You're not ready for that. The Three-Eyed Raven could have told him not to do that. I don't know. It's just a really big emotional episode. The, the Jorah scene really hit me hard too, but I'm not alone. Uh, Joe, Dirty Locks, Katie Crow, also got Carmine with us for the first part of the show, and uh, really excited to have them and have the motherfucking chat. Everyone, uh, I don't know, we gotta, we gotta pour out some liquor, but but uh, Joe, Katie, what'd you think of this episode? Because unlike Carmine and I, you two watched this episode right, you are just finishing this episode for the first time, so what are your initial Wait, wait, they, they, they didn't watch it before everybody else? No, they, nope. nope they, I, even, I even sent it to him this morning to watch it, and he, uh, he, he refuted. He's... He, <laughs> I did not watch it. I did not watch it. I, I didn't even tell Katie it was out there leaked until like an hour before it started. So, um, yeah, no, I wanted, I kind of wanted to, but then I was like, you know what? I want my, my, I don't want to be thinking about what happened all day. I wanted, I want it just right off the bat. We need fresh rants. Yeah. Oh my, rant, I have no rant in me. Heartbreak all over. The uh, yeah, my, place. I'm just crushed. Were you teary-eyed, Joe? Did you get a little teary-eyed? Teary-eyed. Oh. I'm gonna, t I'm oh. gonna say this. Oh. Never before, ever, in any TV show. Oh I, there's been movies. I've watched movies, and I've, I've cried. I've cried from the start of movies to the end of movies. But never before have I cried as hard as I cried for any fucking TV oh, no. show, ever in my life, oh, no. ever, ever. Not like my jaw was open. I was crying. I had. I was blowing my nose. I was just. I. I'm about to start crying again. It was horrible. Awful. Horrible was stuff. Awful. Horrible stuff. <laughs> and uh, and and Katie Katie Wolf there. What was it like to see another one of your brethren die tonight? Hodor, Hodor, ho fucking door. But uh, going going over to Carmine here for a second. Uh, Carmine, you, you and I both 
you woke me up this morning with this episode. Ah, did I we, really wake you up? No, no, no. I was up. I was up. But, oh, okay. but meaning like the first thing I saw in the morning, I opened, I opened my eyes and I saw a message from you. I'm like, holy shit, the episode's leaked. I got to watch this now. And I, <laughs> and I watched the episode now and it really, again, I was, I was in bed watching this right after I woke up crying. And I know you're not, I know, I'm, I don't know how often you cry or lose your shit, but did you get extra emotional at the end of this episode, Carmine? Yeah, I thought it was incredibly sad. I I I I got more teary eyed during the the Danny and Jorah moment, but the Me Hodor too. moment was just incredibly sad. Holy shit! Yeah. I didn't think they would kill him off of all people. Yeah, See, I saw it as soon as as soon as that shit started, and they couldn't wake Bran up, and he was in that in the compound there. I was like, oh fuck, this mm. is it. And like as it's unfolding, I could see it unfolding, and like still. Yeah. still it like it Willis. got like i knew exactly yeah, what was yeah. gonna happen i knew it like i i could see the whole thing coming and i was like no my and like that was part of the reason why my jaw was open was because like i couldn't not see it coming and i and when it came it hurt worse than joe, i thought it was you and, like well, joe what are you talking about it you could see it coming and then when it came it hurt you worse than you thought it was <laughs> what the fuck are we talking and about here we're, this is some serious my eyes were wide open and joe, it was just like we're talking about oh! Joe, we're talking about some serious shit. Fuck, fuck this. But uh, could just go to what you were saying for a second, Carmine. I, I have to admit, too, the the Jorah and Danny scene set me up in a place that oh, made man. me like wet enough to be fucked at the end. I was so I was so <laughs> sad yep, in that yep. moment with Jorah because because I think anybody, me personally, I've been that Sir Friendzone graduated to Master Friendzone today. I've been that guy in that moment, and then the moment you share your feelings to the girl, you know, you you Ted Mosby her right there. You're, you're just putting it out there. Everything I love you in the after the first fucking date. It, and she finally acknowledges that you're not just some friend. You really do like her. It's just like a. There's no feeling like that in the world, though. No, and it's so relatable for guy, girl, anybody that is has been in that situation because because it, it's such a real life relatable situation. And that had me bawling, losing my <laughs> shit when she's like, "You are gonna go off, and you are going to find a fucking cure to this. And when you do, I command you. I command you, you to. I command you to. And I thought, oh. I thought this whole episode." Was was, and yes, I'm totally sucking the Game of Thrones balls right now. This whole episode was acted was acted out so well in, in every every position, every position that they put them in was great. Every position that Hodor put Mira in. Yeah, and Mira was amazing in this episode. Just just such a great stuff. Well, what makes no sense to me, and I want to I want to touch back on this because Joe said it. Joe touched on it a little bit. Um. Why was Bran in the vision when they knew the Night's King was coming for them? Why was he in the fucking why didn't he get out when when she was like trying to shake him out of it? I don't and what's his name brought him there. It was like immediately after he got touched and they were like bad boy. He went right back into a vision Exactly. With the I think I have an answer for that if we're going with some of the speculation shit and I don't know if this is he an answer. He knew what was going to happen. He yes, knew what was going to happen. There's it's fair to put this out there. I don't know if I believe this. It's too early to tell. I got to watch this episode like 3 or 4 more times and really fucking think about shit. But there's a lot of people out there that are saying today that this confirms or adds credence to the fact that they're both the same person. That that brand he brought himself back to that moment. I, I mean, I'm sort of not talking mm. about it properly. That somehow this is all connected, or he knew that the ink was set. It needed to happen, so he brought mm. Brand back to the moment where he knew that he needed to fucking warp into Hodor there, warp into Hodor, and then fast forward into the future. I don't know exactly why it happened, but 
I've heard that floated out there. I'm not saying I believe that. I might not even be giving credence to the theory right now because I'm sort of half-assing it, but I have heard that put out there. See, I, I, I don't see the three-eyed crow. That is Bran also. Like, that's a little strange. Uh, but I... Oh, you can see, tell me it's what, full of shit. I mean, it's not my. I mean, I'm not sure if I believe it. I've just been seeing that a lot today. See what I, where I'm where I see what I see about to happen is Bran goes south. They get south, and Bran's going to the Winterfell tree, mm. right? Or I don't know where he's heading. I have a feeling, and people in the chat were saying about this, and I want to get Carmine's perspective on that, on what I'm about to ask. Could this be the time that we finally see cold hands, Carmine? Um, probably not. I mean. <sighs> One thing, I, the one thing I that really annoyed me about the King's mood was like, only we only see Yara. There's no like other secondary characters who vie for the throne. I mean, we're probably not gonna get cold hands because the show doesn't like secondary characters, which is dumb because secondary characters make up a lot of the series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Someone said that theory. Now I'm getting into Preston Jacobs' tinfoil episode. Hey, I, I, I'm just repeating a theory I heard. If Bran makes the Mad King mad, then the Targaryens a crazy thing is not real. Someone in the chat. King's moot looked cheap, someone said. Uh, so, and then this is good to, while we have you here, Carmine, because we were talking about this a couple weeks ago too. What, were your, what was your take on the King's moot in general? Um, I'd, <laughs> I was just writing the script too. <laughs> Fucking... They just made Euron Greyjoy a slightly less crazy version of Ramsay. Like he has—he's not a major player. There's no horn. There's no like Eye crazy patch. motherfucker. <laughs> like Euron is more of a menace, menacing guy than a lot of the other bad guy characters. And they just did not adapt any of that. It <laughs> no, was kind of a letdown. Not as bad as House Martell, but still. Mm. So f- someone just someone in the chat said uh, it was almost like he just showed up and said, hi, I'm Steve Greyjoy. I want to be the king. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I think they yeah, I think they I cast they king, instead of know. casting him to where I think that they should have cast him style wise, the way he looked. I think they cast him to look a lot like Theon and he does look a lot like Theon. He really does. Holy shit. Like like it's it's ridiculous how much he looks like Theon. But I miss the he's not what I imagined him as. I think the actor's doing a decent enough job. But I thought I thought the actress that plays Ash. Uh, I mean, Yara, I'm sorry, Yara, on the show, she stole the scene for me. I, I like that. And then, and speaking of teary-eyed, when Theon starts defending her and oh, she kind of yeah. gets melted by the fact that he actually is sticking up for her, I got a little emotional there, too, uh, if I'm being honest. Uh, I felt I felt for that. But I, I agree. I found Euron not as menacing as I wanted him to be. I found him more funny, more like, like he was eating scenery oh, it, a little bit. They use him as a, a little bit of a driving force. I don't know. Um, she seems to be very smart, right? She's so yeah. far the smartest of the uh, yeah. Ironborn that I've seen. Where do you think she's headed with all those ships? She's heading to beat to beat him to see Daenerys. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was oh, asking that in the chat. Man. <laughs> on, uh, yeah, the, he, yeah, he's yeah. he's absolutely heading. They're absolutely heading there. And someone someone else pointed this out. Euron's like, yeah, just build me a thousand ships. And uh, so, <laughs> there's a lot of trees on those islands. Yeah. I want to I want to get I want to get this, Joe. How long is is uh, the thousand ships going to be? Like five years to, to build to get that much wood? <laughs> At least. I mean, first off, there's no timber on those fucking islands. How? He did say they took all our ships. Just they took all the our best. best ships. Yeah. So they do have ships to get to to the mainland, but they have to go over to the mainland. They have to go Mm. cut down all the trees because there's not too much fucking timber left on these fucking islands. Did you see? Have you you seen them? They look like rock. It's a mining colony as well. Like it's just, it's, uh, they're going to have a lot of work to be building ships to be catching up. Like Mm -hmm. he did say, well, they could steal them. 
child, but what was that car? What was that car, man? They could steal them from uh, the Tyrells if they decide to do that. Mm. They'll steal them from the Tyrells and from all all up and down the every ship they come across, they'll seize. <laughs> so someone said a thousand ships for season fifteen. <laughs> 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 Next episode, Urine is chasing them in a paddle boat. Says Corey Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, that would take would, a thousand ships would he take a kayak. long fucking time to build. K- like, yeah, but not only that, he's offering Danny ships. I mean, she's fucking queen. She can either build them buy them or if she's in a hurry she could just you know take some of them from like the neighboring cities yeah. I, we're offering her ships i mean you got to do better than that motherfucker now right. i mean at this point she is going to well, be the queen of all these cities and be she'll be able to too. build yeah he's going to get the cock you're right katie he's going to get the cock in there i uh Car- <laughs> carmine and jo- i'll get this to uh, carmine and then i'm curious what joe and katie think as well uh do you think that euron is the one that blew up danny's ships there's actually a really fun theory. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this. I, maybe it was Joe who said this. I forgot who said this. But um, in season two, when Jorah is meeting Quaith, there's a guy on the bed who's butt naked, and she's she's painting him. That could have probably been Euron. So, yeah, Euron could also be the harpy who's uh, commanding them to, like, burn shit and all that. So it's, it's possible. Well, it wasn't me who said that. It wasn't you who said that? Well, someone like I, I really like that. That harkens back because Euron said he's been all over the world, and uh, it would make sense that he's the naked guy being painted by Quaith in season two when Jorah comes to see her. Ooh, it's th- someone did a poll. They sent me the results. Uh, what was the what death were you more sad over? Hodor ekes out Summer by one vote, and uh, so but I think both. No, mm. see because the, yeah, where's like, my Summer vote? Summer primed you for the no, uh, Hodor I, I wasn't. Experience. Yeah. Ultimately, I wasn't too upset about the death of Hodor of of um of Summer. Yeah, I I, I would have liked to have seen Summer not die, leave with them, maybe just use the green creature thing, the children, to do that once. But I think it opens Joe. I think what it does is it opens up the Hodor. I'm sorry. It opens up the door to to a lot. <laughs> sorry, that was horrible. That was fucking horrible. That it, was horrible. Too soon, too Phil. Sorry, too. sorry, asshole. Sorry, asshole. It opens up the it opens up the door for a brand to warg into bigger things like possibly mm. dragons and stuff like that. Is where is where right I'm, because he warged into the past Hodor to get the future Hodor to do something now. Yeah, that's, that's some, some fucking whoa. serious. Th- talent, that's some right? Bill and Ted shit. Okay, one gripe. I don't want to get into minor nitpicks, but one little minor nitpick I want to get into because we haven't talked about the mention of the Blackfish tonight yet or any of the Sansa and the uh, Sansa and Littlefinger thing that I want to definitely get Carmine's thoughts on before before we go but I do want to point out we're talking a lot about Bill and Ted stuff with back and forth in time there's also another Bill and Ted moment where Brienne and Sansa seem to just be okay with the fact that Jon Snow came back to life that they just there was a line in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure when Billy the Kid you seem to be really easy going about time travel or something like that everyone's just really casual about the fact that John came back to life. John's brooding, considering what he's been through. Ha 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 ha, he came back to life. And they're just joking about it? I mean, the dude came back from fucking the dead. Is that normal? I mean, does it does it happen often? Have they seen it? It happened before. Not to the point, not to the point where Brienne or Sansa have ever heard shit like that before. If, 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 if I went somewhere and I've never heard that shit, and I found out Katie's like, yeah, Joe came back to life. I'd be, I'd be fucking, like, have like a finger in my ass about it for like a week well, at least. Here's the thing. I'd be asking questions. Here's the thing. Um, even in it, you, you know, even in our world, right? There was a big problem with 
burying people alive who we thought were dead to the point where they used to put bells on the with little ringers from the inside of the coffins to be rung. So it does happen that people are, you know, mostly dead and not all dead. You know, I'm not quite dead yet. Yeah, but this is different. He got stabbed, bled out, and came back to life. Well, he didn't. He mostly bled out. Whatever. There was a little bit left. Um, He was slightly breathing, not enough to raise his chest. Uh, Like, come on. I mean, shit happens, right? So, like, shit happens. Shit does happen, man. Okay, fair enough. I mean, but take maybe take Barrack on Darien. They'll deal with it after they take back Sliyah. Yeah, I mean, Barrack was cleaved in half. I mean, that was like, and then he was whole again. I mean, that. Yeah, but and, Sansa and Brienne. But and, but and Sansa and Brienne didn't see him stabbed a million times. They only kind of heard about it. No, no, he fair, was fair, up when fair, they got there. fair enough, Joe. I I want to go over to Carmine for a second and get your take on on something I'm wondering about because I can't make a read on Littlefinger. Did Littlefinger know about Ramsay or not? Do you believe him, Carmine? Well, in season five, he even said how um, when he was talking to Ramsay, he goes, uh, I, I think he was talking to Ramsay or Roos. He goes, well, you're fairly new on the scene. I haven't heard much about you. So I, I can believe it. I mean, uh, Littlefinger has spies everywhere, but he's, he doesn't know everything any, everything about everybody. You know, Ramsay is fairly new on the scene. He just became um, legitimized at the end of season four and the beginning of season five peter meets up with them and arranges the marriage so i i don't believe he knew the to the full extent how crazy ramsey was so i I gotta side with peter on that yeah he didn't really know i don't think he knew i i'm kind of in your i i don't think katie agrees with us but i'm kind of in the same boat that i really believed him his i don't know there was something about the way he was saying it maybe he just conned me i believed it but i do want to i do want to continue with that scene a little bit with you and just go into he was able to manipulate her again he was a he was able to use his little finger powers at the end to put to stab one of his little fucking things stuck to the wall there with reminding her that John's her half brother. It's John's army, not her army. And for whatever reason, Sansa decided to lie to John and lie to everyone about that information. Why do you think she chose to lie about that information? Oh me? Yeah. You, you, you want coming yeah, to me? Yeah, coming back to you. What do you what do you think? Uh, I have no idea why she did that. Maybe uh I don't know. She's trying to be slick in her own way. No idea why. I I really don't. And to go over to Katie now, Katie. So you think Littlefinger was just bullshitting you? Because most people in the chat say Littlefinger knew. Don't underestimate him. Some pe- some people say Littlefinger would. Littlefinger uh, didn't know. What what do you? What's your take on this, Katie? Okay, you start with the family sigil, and then you move into the angry, neglected, rejected bastard. Like, you don't have to know the full extent of Ramsey's abilities and his enjoyment. You just know where he comes from and his position in life. And he's going to be a sadist. Fair enough. To start with. Just, just to start with. Just Okay, so you think Littlefinger, it should have, maybe he didn't know the full extent, but at least looking at, the, whole, looking at the points, you don't send someone you care, care to to a house that sigil is, <laughs> is, uh, is a flayed man and there's rumors about leeching in their family for his, historically years and their yeah. father backstabbed the mother it's forget whether he knew that ramsey was as crazy as ramsey was he should have just from the information that was given it was already a dick move is kind of what you're saying there's there's that right then and there he was the boltons were part of the red wedding period that is enough to say no he already had he did he already had sansa that he didn't need to go marry her to the to the ruling family of the north 
uh, I, I don't know, but someone made a, a comment in the in the comments last uh, last week. I had said that no, there's no way he didn't know, but um, you know, he's spending all his time down in King's Landing. He's making his moves. He's got his sights set up. He doesn't know necessarily all the players in the north, all the little guys. You know, uh, Ramsey was a bastard. He's probably not you know, on everybody's radar. So I can see maybe he didn't know Ramsey, but period. Sans is right. Is either you didn't know and And you're you're dumb and you're dumb or you did know and you're my enemy. So either way, I feel like I can't ever trust you because you're either completely 100% retarded because you sent me to the people who were responsible for the red wedding and they tortured and abused me. Thank you, people in the chat. People in the chat are talking about the baby face. Yeah, I look like I'm a creeper. I, I, when I'm this baby face, I think it adds my creepy level times 10. But uh, but yes, thank you to people that are listening yeah, to the audio recordings. To the uh, local playground. Yeah, yeah I'm still getting used to you without a beard. Yeah. Holy shit. It's weird. It's weird. It's it's definitely a bit. It's a, I'm, not, I'm not blind to the fact it's a strange different take on me. I look a lot. I look, definitely look a lot different. I look a lot friendlier with the I noticed your cheekbones too. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible, dude. Isn't it horrible? I got cheekbones and shit. You don't want to see what's going on in here, dude. It's, and fuck you, Katie. Fuck you, Katie. Stop it, Wolf. Don't howl at me. So, so, so we've, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, people in the chat. You're making me blush. So, so let's get, let's continue. And one scene we haven't talked about yet, and I'm very curious to get everyone's take on this scene before we get before we uh, progress. And that is the Varus interior with the new red woman. I think a lot of that is a lot of that is yada yada yada. But when we get to Varus versus the red woman, that whole battle going on between the two of them, I've never seen someone put Varus on tilt like that in that sense oh, and, and make him feel so uncomfortable. Like How did he you know those things. First of all, in that scene, Tyrion, Peter Dinklage excellent the way he's trying to just yeah yeah whatever whatever let's 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 a deal let's a deal and then and he's like Varys shut up because we've all again talking about situations we know I think Joe and I have been in this situation in real life but in both ways where I've been the one talking and Joe's like shut up don't talk shit to the cops Phil shut the fuck up and I'm just like no and vice versa and vice versa where we've both been punching each other shut the fuck up don't talk like that to that person you're gonna get punched we're not the one holding yeah exactly (laughs) and Varys just keeps going and attacking 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 Attacking. And at first, Tyrion is so concerned for breaking up the alliance or something like that. But then when she goes, listen, Lord Ver, you know, whatever she goes into the whole thing about when you were a child and you got cut and you heard that voice, yeah. you, you want to know what it meant? It's just you, the look in his face. He oh, became that Lord. little boy again. He became yeah. that little boy. And I, I'll go to you, Carmine, first, uh, first here. What was it? What was it like seeing Varys like that? I actually really liked it a lot. I've been waiting for this all fucking season. I, I love when Varys is put in these situations, and that's the first time we actually seen him sweat that much. I mean, uh, Varys normally doesn't lose his cool, but you could kind of tell he, you know, lost his cool a little. And I wouldn't blame, I wouldn't blame him. She knew all that shit, but how did she know? How the well, fuck? Did she, how do they know about that stuff? I don't and know. She uses awesome. Uh, she not only creeps forward, but she uses touch too. She yeah, puts the her body the, the hand on his arm. Yeah. Like, there's all sorts of, of things, manipulative techniques that go into what she just did to him. And, but the big question, like, Carmine, <laughs> how the fuck does she know? Man? Yeah, and then she brings <laughs> it right around to, and so that's why you can trust me. Yeah. Is what? She, 
how does she know? Did she hear rumors about that? Is she somehow connected to the sorcerer that did that? Does she just have a... Well, Melisandre did something similar last season. Remember when she was talking to Jon and she goes, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Like, the Red Priestess, they know some <laughs> shit. That, I have no idea how the fuck that, that goes down, but they know something. That's a very that's a very good point, Carmen. I kind of forgot about the fact that she said that. And he just gets that look like, fuck you! What do you know? What do you know? Shut up, woman! Because he doesn't go talking about all that to, any, to just no. anybody. No. But we do know he has talked about it to somebody, right? So, so I just want to point out that C Caitlin posted in the Discord group. If anyone needs to get a definite question that they know that want answered in the Discord group, just uh, send me a private message on there so I make sure I get your messages. Uh, someone posted in the chat. I just read on 4chan that Bran is actually Bloodraven, and that's why Bloodraven is stuck in the tree and can't walk. The time travel is getting too much. So that that goes to some of the speculation thing I was talking about earlier. So that theory is out there. I'm not saying I subscribe to that theory. I'm saying it's out there, and people can be true. Because they've introduced this element into it, it's it's just an interesting thing to to think about and look into. And uh, I, 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 I pub a lot of other channels sometimes on this, and Preston came up earlier. He did a recent video that's very good if people haven't checked it out. Is Game of Thrones sci-fi now or some, something to that effect. It's it's uh, actually a very good video, and he makes some interesting points in there. So if you haven't checked that out, check that so shit is out. So that, is that time travel? Like, is if it is... Joe, you're asking I a very just, important question. What do you th go go with that, Joe? Go uh, go in your rant there, because because I, I smell it's coming. I just I, I'm I'm having trouble. The whole thing. Okay, I can understand the flashing back, like the 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 visions and going back and seeing past and shit. I have trouble with any kind of seeing the future shit because even the trees haven't seen the future and nothing has. And then you get into the realm of they're in the same space and time. How does that end up happening? Uh, like I can understand watching dude, time there trap, dude, I'm sorry. plane watching watching, but not they're in the same plane interacting. Dude, I, I gotta admit I gotta admit, halfway through that, this is why I don't like time travel, because halfway through that I just start going blah 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 wah 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 <laughs> what's in my head while you were talking. And I love what you have to say, Joe. But I just I, that's where I'm I I don't know, maybe I'm just I don't mind some elements of that poking in. I just don't want to get into and, a whole and big... And where did they get the fucking flux capacitor, dude? It's very true. <laughs> uh, now, now, Carmine, just out of curiosity, from a general thing, what do you think of time travel in Game of Thrones? Um, I don't think it belongs, to be honest. I mean, it's a cool concept, but that concept is always fucking blurried, and it's just... You have to do a lot of explaining, and we know they're not going to explain it because nobody on that fucking writing team is a goddamn scientist. So, I mean... I Someone says, I'm, someone says it's uh, it's called the causal, uh, causality loop. Yeah, we've seen this shit in Star Trek. It happens in Star Trek. I, I mean, I don't mind yeah, some. It's always poorly explained. There it's are always. It, this reminded me a little bit of all good things, and and that if people have seen that, I'm not going to ruin the episode, but of how the ultimate solution you find out is always happening. It always has to happen. It's all a big circle. I think it's more that than specific time travel. I think it's more. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're going to go the route of Bran whispering in the Mad King's ear and all that sort of shit. And I don't know if I want it to go in that direction. But, I mean, I, I'll i have fun regardless. I'll just put my hat on, flip it backwards, and just ride down this fucking well, mountain. Well, now, does this, this yeah. opens the door. This absolutely opens the door for as Bran gets older and gets more powerful, would he then not try to warg into, in one of these visions of the past, warg into someone else aside from Hodor? <laughs> well, there is an article. What, what was that? Mind, but oh. 
traumatized from that episode. Carmine, what were you saying about the article? There's an article, I forgot to send it to you, um, about, there was an interview with the guy who does the High Sparrow. It was like in Polish or something. It was on Watchers on the Wall. And apparently the actor who plays young Ned Stark, um, apparently there's going to be a very big revelation with him and Bran at the end of this season. Because he did talk about how, before this episode, how he would be briefly in episode five, which he was, so I'm, I'm inclined to believe it, that there's going to be a very big revelation that's going to include Bran and himself, and they're probably going to meet each other or some have some hmm. kind of connection. No idea. Very but interesting. But that's what he said. And I also think it's interesting to note that the, the moment he decided to bring him back, where we, we actually got to see Brandon Stark, the other Brandon Stark tonight, and is what's what's Ned's yeah. dad's name? Rickard Stark? Is that is that correct? Am I... Something like that. Something like that. So we got to see all of them, and that's a focus. Someone said Star Trek sucks. Yeah, it does. I, uh, Star Trek super sucks. I love it, though. It's awesome. Uh, Young Ned in episode six, <laughs> briefly in episode 10, longer, someone says. I agree. Star Trek's daytime so far for its face. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Uh, hey, someone someone said, uh, hey, don't bad, bad about the Spock. Sorry, I'm just jumping to the chat for some Star Trek. I can't take any more direwolf uh, deaths. Brad is uh, no, Macabre's blue eye. Bullshit, he's not. Oh, then we get some George R. R. Martin issues. Oh, and one other thing before we get too far. I'm going to open it up to some phone calls here in a second. Uh, the the one interesting line I want to overanalyze a little bit when John is leaving the wall at the end of the episode and leaving Ed in charge and he says to Ed very clearly, don't knock the wall down or don't let the wall fall down. And Ugh. was that, could it be more obvious foreshadowing for the wall coming down at the end of the season? I mean, maybe I could be wrong, but I also subscribe to that belief. Of, I think a couple people do that, that one of the last things we're going to see at the end of the season, I feel like, mm. is the wall coming down and that's okay. going to be... I just feel like that's happening or happening at the very beginning of next season. It, whether there's 20 episodes left or just the 13, whether that 13, I'm hoping that that 13 was, they just kind of put it out there to, to see and then it's going to end up being 20. But all, <laughs> all the reports I hear, generally speaking, is that it's probably just going to be 13 episodes. So it seems like they need to get to that quick. That's the next logical place that the White Walkers go next after they took, they took care of Blood Raven. Now they just got to head down to the wall, I would assume. Right, and see, what I see happening is Bran getting to Winterfell. By the time John gets that castle taken, he gets into that tree and starts working his magic from there, and that's where they hold off from Winterfell because it's been said that, you know, 12 men can defend Winterfell with those walls yeah, from, true. from thousands. Well, what if Ramsay wins the battle, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, enough of that. Enough of that. Okay, so let's take our first call of the night before we get into our recap here. So uh, this is from area code 808. 808, welcome to the show. How's it going tonight? It's going well. Thank you. It's my first time calling, it's, and I'm excited. It's really it's awesome great. to have you, and I'm sorry that you're calling on such a sad evening, but it is great, it is great to hear from you. What, what is your question and or comment? Well, I have several comments. I love Yara, um, but it takes way longer to build a ship than <laughs> it does for Yara to get over to Danny. Way Danny's harder. gonna, she's gonna rather do um, Yara than she will want to do Euron. Agreed. 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 Uh, I am. So, I'm so on board that Danny doesn't like. Well, she does like Dario, so I don't know. Maybe she might be into Euron. Euron's not Dario. There's a big no. difference. One's a one is. 
There's a big difference between. Okay, them. fair enough. One's a dirty, dirty pirate. I, I hear you. So, oh, uh, well, I guess the other one did kill his captain. The other captains, the other leaders of the uh, his little troop. There. I just don't see Yoron being as as slick and charming. As we're supposed to, as we're no. supposed to, as we're supposed to pretend. Katie, he is, he is not charming. Mm-hmm. Not. He's all about girl power. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Any, yeah. any, any. Yeah. Uh, what is some? Um, yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. Um, Burroughs, he looked like he was going to pee his pants when the red woman talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> and and we know and we know we know from uh, biology of how how everything's going on down there. That would be a very messy situation if mm. he had to. Mm-hmm. That would be a nasty situation. I love Sansa. I loved it when she gave John the jacket that she made. That was so warm and fuzzy. I love that. And I loved how she didn't take any shit from Littlefinger. And I think that the reason that she didn't um, tell John was because she was protecting him, because she knows the Tullys won't follow him because mm. of um, Catelyn, yeah. and that they'll follow her. Good, good, good that stuff. That is a great point. Great point. That is a great point. And thank you so much for calling. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. And I love you, Katie. Sorry about your loss. Oh, very nice, very nice caller. Thank, Thank you. you so much, caller. I I want to go to something Carmine said said in the chat. That's funny because uh, where's uh where's Euron's eye patch? Someone was asking, and and Carmine said they uh the showrunners need more budget for killing off Summer, so no eye patch. Yeah, they they needed to save some money. <laughs> there was no point in having that fucking wolf be killed off that easily, other than they need to ease the budget for more crap. There is no point. There, that yeah, was just fucking right. Did, did that it felt kind of that felt really weak, especially especially where 30 seconds later or three minutes later, you have the fucking child of the forest doing the exact same thing. And like they, they make it like we're supposed to feel bad about her dying too. When all they did was set up for, Oh good. Okay, fine. That's what you, you deserved that. Well, she, and they created these. Have a good night lady. Right. Like, so I, I felt it was a waste in, 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 of killing, killing the wolf. Uh, so it didn't really sadden me as mm-hmm. much as it upset me. Sure. Yeah, it made me more angry with the with the with the choice rather than especially to do the same thing with another character yes. thirty seconds later in this like yeah. immediate down the down the hallway. Like, okay, now like and then they did it with Hodor. Like three of them. They did it three times in a row. But the Hodor one, really, that I the Hodor one, the Hodor one was done the best from just a just a scene standpoint. The way it was set up and mixed with the flashbacks and hearing that kid, the the young the young Willis Walda screaming, "Hold the door, hold the door, hold the door!" was just freaking horrible. I would have thought like this is what I if you know producer Joe would have had that wolf outside the door ripping arms off of the off of the creatures that are sticking through ripping a Hodor. Yes. That's what Joe. Yes. That's what I would. I would have been like, no, 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 no. We can't have that happen three times in a row. Put the wolf on the outside, chewing off arms until Hodor is gone, and then take off and catch up with Mira and fucking Brand. Brand. So I do want to chop and like pop that. in the chat because yes. before this comment rolls by, Lazy Bazooka, who has a great, amazing picture of Danny DeVito going on that I'm loving. Nobody at the King's Moot cares for the fact that Euron kills his brother. Fucking fail. Nobody gives no, two no. shits. And eh. every. Kill whoever, you, whatever lord or king you want to kill in Westeros. Have at it and have his seat. That should be the fucking like 
Come to Westeros and be a lord of your own. Yeah. Murder and rape and rule the land for your own. If you can stay, you so, can rule. Well, there is a reason behind that. It's uh, I think it's because not a lot of them liked Balon. They thought he was yeah. a fucking idiot. I mean, he had a bunch of the Ironborn just hold strongholds and castles, and they're not those type of people. They can't fight in the field. They're just Vikings and pirates. They're good at coming in, fucking your shit up for like five minutes, and leaving before reinforcements come. Yeah. They, they focus a lot on uh, uh, hit-and-run tactics, not you know capturing fortified positions. They yeah. suck at that. Yeah, someone in the yeah. chat said it well. He was quite the douche, so, so it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> But like, let's let's like, there's uh, you, you can count all the lords that have died, not just, you know, not just that one. Like, there's there's Ruse and I don't know. The list goes on and on. Nobody liked Eris either, but everyone Aaron. still gave sh Jamie shit for being a king's kinslayer. Yeah, Iron Island's dude. false strength. Oh, and someone also said, I think Bill said, scrolling up about the boats. You're gonna need more than a thousand boats to get uh, the hundred thousand Dothraki over to Westeros. Right. Yeah, that's what like two, three days of uh, construction. Right, you're gonna have to be like uh, shipping back and forth across the narrows. For you're gonna quite get. A while. You need to get get like ten Flokies going on there for anyone that knows <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about. You're at gonna, least oh, ten. Scary. At least oh, ten Flokies. Yeah, it's ten yeah. scary ass Flokies. So let's take a couple more calls. Well, just how long does it take to bend planks? How long does it take for a plank to bend and stay bent and be bent for like? Like that should tell you right there. Like, I don't know. We have a friend. We have a friend, guys. Joe. Joe, chat. we have a friend, Lee, who's doing this with modern technology, and it takes him years to make oh, boats. That's right. So, so I don't know. I don't know. And he's doing it with a team of kids too. So I, I'm not, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Let, let's take a couple more calls here. Let's take. This is from area code six two six. Welcome six two six. How are you tonight? Four years. Four years. How you doing, Phil? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Excellent, excellent. I uh, love the show. Me and my wife dig uh, listening to it and shooting back theories. But my question for you tonight is, do you think it was wise for Sansa to refuse the army Littlefinger wanted to give her? And uh, I guess part two of that question is, now that Sansa wouldn't accept the Knights of the Vale, what do you think Littlefinger... You, you ended up getting cut off here, but I think I know where your question was going there. I'm going to bring this one over to Carmine, Carmine first. Uh, do you think that Sansa was wrong, refusing the Knights of the Vale, and what do you think Peter is going to do now? Yeah, she was fucking wrong. Look, I understand you, you're, you're upset at this guy that he basically arranged the marriage between you and your torturer, but let's set that aside for a minute here. You want Winterfell, the, the Knights of the Vale have one of the freshest armies in the fucking kingdom. They they have not, them and House Martell have not committed any soldiers to any battles in the past yeah. two years that the show has been going on. So she was kind of dumb and not ref and, and not taking it because I think they have around 20 to 40,000 men yeah, something and ridiculous. the Boltons around 5 to 10,000 including Umbers and Karstarks. So that that could be decided right now if she wanted it to. But she doesn't want to. I, I want to jump into the live chat for a second, going into the chat. Stevie Nick says, Sansa is far from wise. Then the Finn says, Sansa's a moron. No, Sansa should have taken Littlefinger's offer. Normad QQ says, Sansa's dumb, man. No, Sansa was <laughs> dumb. I feel so bad for Hodor. Sansa is dumb, 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 dumb. I just see a bunch of, and lying to John. Sansa dumb, fucking stupid. Uh, even, even as tough. Uh, someone says, I'm still pissed at Ragnar at the moment. You let a woman like Lagatha go? What the fuck? What the fuck's talking about? Hey. I'm not sure I take Littlefinger up on that offer. No, I go to Blackfish myself. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm not sure I even... Joe, Joe, explain. I'm, explain. Sure I'm, I'm down with that either because you gotta remember you got to be thinking, part of you has to be thinking that even though that's a Tully and even though 
whatever Peter Baelish just told you, Tully married a fray and walked out of the Red Wedding on two feet. And so, however, he's got his castle back. No, he's he's a legend. To he, he's, he's a legend, with- dude. He's a legend, dude. Like, it, I, I think it's funny that they are awesome that they refer to him as a legend. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm saying is I would have liked it if she thought about it uh, three-dimensionally and thought about it, well, I'm just going to get the Knights of the Veil on my side, and I'm going to fucking kill Littlefinger, and yeah. I'm going to manipulate Robin. And I'm going to take over yeah. this manipulation exactly. tactic. She, she could have thought about doing that, but, I mean, come on, dude. You're letting your feelings get in the way here. Right. I, you got to think about taking out the Boltons as quickly as you fucking can. Exactly. You use Littlefinger in this situation, then you take him out. You have Brienne on your side. Brienne can literally cut him up anytime she wants him to. Littlefinger's stupid enough to be alone in a room with her. He'll still keep doing that. So Brienne will slice him up anytime you want, and then Robin is one... Touch on out, touch outside the pants. Uh, weird cousin action. Smile. You <laughs> rebuild Baelish a snowman. Right Do the Knights of the Vale turn around and leave? They don't give a shit. Or I. But that's why you use them first. Then you kill Baelish. You you make yeah, sure you no, use them to get Winterfell back. And then once you're in charge of the North again, and you're queen of the motherfucking North, then you have Littlefinger fucking hung and put on the spike on a spike on the fucking front of yeah, Winterfell. And yeah, don't wait that long. And then the Knights of the Vales can go piss off all they want. I think they're going to thank you because most of them probably are like, the only reason we follow Littlefinger is because Robin makes us. So I don't think they're that loyal to him when it really comes down to it. They're loyal to Robin. I just think it's awesome that even though he put on that stark coat, He's still not legitimized. There's still nothing to his. You're talking name about John. You're yes. talking about John. Yeah. So, I, so I, I don't know. It just popped into I my think, head all of a sudden. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's connected. No, it's because it's connected because Sansa. That's how Littlefinger fucking manipulated her again. He mm-hmm. he entered that thought into the equation. And if you look at John's face in the scene when she's leading the meeting with Davos and everybody, she, he's looking kind of like, what's going on here? Sansa's making sure she, because Sansa says something along the lines of, no, they'll follow me because I'm the true Stark. And then she like feels the room and realizes that John's kind of upset, or at least that's how I read it, that John was kind of upset by that. And she goes, well, John's every much the son that uh, of Ned Stark that Ramsay was, and, uh, that Ramsay was was to Roos, so 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 yeah john counts john totally counts uh, but i think like she's getting wrapped up i think littlefinger's disease took sickness took in there a little bit right there where he like put, just put a little discontent in there of john's your half brother don't ever forget that and she needed to pull rank she needed to pull out her i'm i'm the real stark here i'm queen of the north motherfucker at least that's how i re- i read those those scenes in that situation uh, she Sansa had the nerve to compare John to Ramsay. What the fuck is Timo? And she's saying that from the fact of Ramsay's hot and John's not. Is I think what Timo's saying. Robert Robin is having Littlefinger thrown through the moon door before seasons end. Says Joe Madden, and uh, John is a Stark and a Targaryen. That sounds dirty. Sansa's gonna die now. White Walkers aren't scary since we know their origin now. Uh, someone's saying that they're gonna become the Borg. Someone suggested that to do another Star Trek thing. So let's take another call here. This is area code three. Four seven area code three four seven. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, big fucking J in the house. Hey. Motherfucking hey, big J, welcome. How are you doing tonight, my friend? Yo, thanks for the music, my buddy. Oh no, thank I, you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for asking for it. Thank you for everyone yeah, that was pushing You're blowing me. up. You guys are fucking blowing up since Better Call Saul days, man. What's going on? Uh, we're... Got the new phone system and everything. <laughs> you guys are getting fucking syndicated soon, man. Oh, dude. Fucking. <laughs> Fuck that. You, some... you, got, you got your special fucking guest, Carmine, coming on. They're, 
guy knows everything, <laughs> like every inch about the show. I love it, man. Dude, I'm blowing up. I love to see my friends get fucking big, man. Dude, I love. I thank, but, uh, thank anyway, you so much. Yeah, talking about. Hey, how you doing, Katie? I'm good. Every how time I listen afterwards, I always hear Katie saying something. I always, I always forget to say hello to her. People. But uh, <laughs> listen, I think that you and Joe should um have a benefit. You guys should cut your hair off and uh have a have a benefit to to get like a dildo and put it on Theron, man. You know what I'm saying? I think that might work. <laughs> I think you might be on to something. I think you might be. I think. Big, yeah. big J, I think I, Big J, I think we should do this with Joe though. I mean, I think that I think this is more a Joe thing. Yeah, nah, nah, you guys got the latch, man. You can't lose. Mm. But you know, this guy's fucking pathetic, man. I mean, I, I feel bad for him. Like, I, I want to cry yeah. for the guy. His own uncle's telling him. I mean, every time the guy is just starting to like make a stand again, he's like, hey, "Sit down, you little fuck. They cut your dick off. Well, you know, yeah. go run off with your it's sister." So now it's just him and his sister running off, right? If, if I'm if I'm on the right bed, kid. Yep. And now where mm-hmm. where were they going? Though? Where were I, they going? I think they're going to see Danny because the the uncle was like, "I'm gonna take my cock and go fuck Danny, yada yada." And I think they're gonna try to beat him yeah. to there and be like, "You don't want to mess with that guy." But I, see, you like yeah, we heard... he had to throw that in with the cock, yeah. right? He's like, "I got a big cock, you got no cock." I mean, he well, really had to say that. And there's, a, the there's a lot of you know? parallels too between Danny oh, and man. her. Yeah. What's that, Joe? Absolutely. There's a lot of parallels between between the the, the Danny and the Yara. Yeah. yeah, they both have boobs. And I do want to say, I also want to say that Theon needs to make his way out to uh, Essos, Essos, whatever, wherever, to, because we need the three cockless wonders all in one scene today together. We need we need to try to get Varys, Grey Worm, and well, that's what I was getting at too. That's what they both have a unit by their side. They've both been dethroned. They're both on the run from their home. If they can make a guy come back to life, though, can't they throw a little sprinkle around? You know, throw some of that fucking wood back there. I I think they need. I think I think what is dead may what is dead may never die, but will rise again stronger. I think they need some starfish magic going on there. They need to give them a little or some Viagra. Or something. Yeah, and uh, one more thing, guys, before I hang up. Uh, yep. That guy, uh, that guy's a that guy's a creepy fuck, man. Uh, Littlefinger. I, I don't, oh, I don't God, think he cares yeah. about nobody but himself. Yeah. I don't think that guy's got a heart. I mean, he loved that other guy's wife, right? He loved the. Uh, but other than that, the guy's got no heart. Um, no, this show's fucking crazy though he, because he I've never seen a show. You know, I'm marathon. I never seen a show where. It's like 20 stories in one story. I guess it's all going to come together, though, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's what it seems like. Uh, that That's the hope, and I think George R. R. Martin, the, the guy who wrote the original books, said that it was eventually that everyone would start to wander back together, and the places that we start would kind of come full circle, and the people would start to come back together. I think that's why you see the show, which think wants to end quicker, the creators want to end it quicker, and not... So they're kind of pushing people together. So with with like the Sansa team and everyone like that. So Big J, as always. One more thing before I hang up. Do it. Uh, yeah, keep blowing up. Keep getting big. You guys are awesome. Uh, I love you. Uh, but, but bro, if somebody, if they kidnap me and they ever call you, just tell them to put a bullet in my head before they cut my cock off. Because without that, I'm not. <laughs> Big J, we all got your we all got your back here. P- people are showing you lots of love in the chat too, Big J. Don't worry. If they do take your cock, we'll make sure we Talk get to, to the cock merchants first. Exactly. We'll make sure we get Big J to the cock. That is our uh, our friend Big J. Thank you, everyone in the chat. Uh, showing Big J some love in there. And uh, fucking fetch you, Theon. Yara, fetch me a wooden cock. <laughs> Give it to me. 
<laughs> and where the fuck's Ghost? <laughs> is, is Ghost just another dead direwolf? Uh, so here is a, let's take another call. Let's try to clear the phone decks before we kick into our recap. Take a couple more calls. This is area code 985. Welcome, 985. Thanks, Phil. As, uh, I don't know, this is a literally exhausting me. I feel like I need to see a heart doctor, <laughs> a brain doctor, a mm -hmm. chiropractor, an eye doctor, maybe even a proctologist. I don't know. <laughs> but make but, uh, sure you hold the door. Oh. Just hold the fucking door. Oh. Oh. Not yeah, the proctologist but, no. is You know, y'all are talking a lot about this Iron Island stuff, and I don't know if this, this is kind of bothering me because, yeah, you know, you hear stuff like D&D &D saying they don't have enough stuff to do. Uh, what was it? Seven more episodes to make it a full twenty or whatever. My math's probably off there. Mm -hmm. But it, you know, they could have. You know, I think they just they just they're not going in enough detail. You could easily have given many more scenes to Euron in this episode. Ain't it bothered me that Euron didn't have blue lips? I don't know if that bothered anybody else. I cannot. No, no, and a great great it's call. Not as, oh, sorry. So keep going, my friend. No, yeah, it's just. Like, you know, it's not as bad as Dorn yet. I just don't see where it, they're trying to go with it. Yarn mm. sailing off to God knows where, and he's trying to build a thousand ships. Does he even know how many men it takes to man a thousand ships? Yeah, I don't know. And I want to go over to I want to go over to Carmine for a response to this. Do you think the King's Moon and everything that they did and everything with Euron? Do you think that with the episode time, should they have brought in Victorian too and really done this up if they were going to do it? Should they have really? jumped all, all full on in do you think uh victarian who is balon's other brother um i can understand why they don't have him in there i can clearly understand but this episode was around 52 minutes it really was and it's for game of thrones that is incredibly short what i don't understand is why don't and I, and I had to cut this rant for my fucking uh video too because i'm probably gonna piss off a lot of people but um what i don't understand is why don't they show other characters vying for the uh the Greyjoy mm -hmm. throne because a part of this world what makes it full and big is these secondary characters yeah. I mean in yeah. season two we had Dagmir basically coerce Theon into killing those kids burning Winterfell and killing uh Maester Lewin and he the fucking guy is a secondary character we only see yeah. him for like five episodes secondary characters make up this show and they never fucking put these guys in ever and that's what really annoying about the king's mood and euron just didn't have enough personality for me i, I hyped him up a lot on my fucking channel and now he's just a slightly less crazy version of ramsey that's he's exactly just... what he is and I, I like it fell flat as soon as he got up mm -hmm. off the ground okay now let's go kill my niece and nephew no and it's every... no you, joe make oh. sure you say it right it was now let's go make murder <laughs> he said he specifically <laughs> says murder he goes he goes now we're going to go make murder yeah, he, yeah. Goes, he goes, where's my niece and nephew? Good, now let's go murder them. Let's go murder them, yeah. Let's go have some fun. We yeah, have... that was kind of... Oh, I think we have a message from from the Fingers? Hello. <laughs> Phil, Joe, Katie Crow. I just wanted to say, I've always looked at Sansa as the Catelyn that I could actually <laughs> achieve in this world. Anything that Catelyn asked for, I dare not refuse. If I could not break Catelyn, I'll break Sansa as well. Oh my god, so fucking Remember, creepy. I will do anything to get what I want. 
fucking Littlefinger telling he us. He got the accent down pretty much. It's basically yeah, <laughs> that's dude. what a motherfucker sounds like. Dude, fucking point. A. Good, good, good job as all Littlefinger people in the chat. Mo Kalen to uh, Molestown Town Express. People continuously talking about the Littlefinger. Uh, I, f I forgot to mention this was talked about a lot in the chat. The Littlefinger's uh, portal gun that he has that can transfer the fast travel through all of uh, mm. of uh, the world of Warcraft. I mean, the world of Westeros that he can do. <laughs> You know, you know what I thought was precious. 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 The movie Precious, Joe. Precious. <laughs> no, keep going. What would you think was precious? The ginger love story. Oh mm. God, that dude's face. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. He he. Oh, amazingly good stuff. So uh, let's take this call. This is from area code two zero two. This may be our buddy SM. What's going on, SM? How's it going, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Just call me Jay. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Jay? I like calling okay. you. I like calling you SM because it reminds me like of the horrible sexual S &M. act. Yeah, S and M. So I'm like, so I'm like, I get turned okay, on every time cool. I say your name. But I'll try. I'll try to remember to call you Jay. I, 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 well, that's cool anyway. But I got a lot of things to say. Don't hang up on me preemptively. Do it. John was all the way dead. It was all the way dead. He was dead longer than a day, Joe. It was not a freaking Princess Bride situation where the dude was mostly dead. He was all the way dead. Okay. I also wonder if that if that also means that like people will try to get into the night's watch, bring a red priest with them. And then, like, learn how to sword fight and other shit they need to know. And then have, like, someone stab them in the chest and then have that red priest, like, uh, revive them so they can get out of it. <laughs> like, I wonder if that'll become a habit later on. Uh, everything being done is under Peter Bailich's plan. Uh, with the, the Boltons are weaker now because they have lost uh, Roos and they have Ramsey leading them. I don't know if that was exactly his plan, but somehow I think he... Sends in there to like weaken, uh, weaken them by like planning things in Ramsey's head, or Sansa could be a spy for him, giving him the information. So either way, I think it's in. It was in his plan. Uh, everything that was done uh, with charm travel was always the way it was supposed to happen. It's just causality going around. Um, the Red Feast need to have a meeting about who the fuck is Azora High because you got one over here is like it's Jon Snow, one believes it's Danny, one even looked at Tyrion like he was Azora High at one point or whatever. <laughs> uh, Sansha should uh, tell um, Jon in private about what Peter said, even if she even if uh, she told it that she told that story to protect him, she should let Jon know in private. That that's how she knows because not knowing the truth will hurt John later. Um, yeah. uh, I would rather have the R plus L equals J theory answered than the how is Hodor Hodor theory or thing happen um, answered. Uh, the amount of people didn't seem to. Uh, uh, oh, the amount of people that Yara and Theon had didn't seem like enough to sail all those ships. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. she does. Yeah. Uh, she do, she does need the Knights of the Veil, vale, but Sansa can still get them by talking to Robin. She doesn't actually need. Yeah, um, I mean that. That's that's the thing. He, she, what's the name for that? Uh, Sansa would never outsmart. Um, would never outsmart Littlefinger. You need a Tyrion or a Varys to do that. And if she did, I would just call that bullshit writing Bam. because she, Varys is. I mean, uh, Peter has proven to be one of like the three smartest people left in the entire story. Uh, 
And uh, I'm gonna read, uh, I'm gonna put you on hold. The, and the I'm gonna put you on hold for now. Good good points for SM. Points. I'm gonna I'm Many. gonna put you on hold. I'm not gonna hang out with you. I will connect back with you in a second. I just want to give a couple of other people some calls that have been on hold for a long time. This is area code six zero one. Welcome six zero one. I know you've been on hold for for like a crazy amount of time. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Felix? Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Doing great, Heath. How's it going, buddy? Uh, good. I just got two quick questions, and I got a statement for Carmine. Number one, uh, one question: Where are Theon and her sister going with the ships? Nobody even talked about that. I mean, are they going to rape and pillage, or are they going somewhere to hide? What are they doing? Yeah, Number I think. Two, do you think we'll get like a cool scene, like at the end, of the whole whole series of having a big battle, you know, with the Walkers and everything, where Hodor, maybe Bran is like uh, warged into a. Uh, dragon and he has to kill Hodor because let's face it, Hodor is going to become, you know, he's going to become one of those, uh, so you're, yeah, you're you saying know, Hodor is going to become a become a scary white and so is, uh, so is summer. So, so yeah. yeah. And, and I think yeah, to answer, also, oh no, to answer your first Carmine, part of your question, I think, Dene- I think they're heading to Carmine, Daenerys. Right. Yep. I'm sorry guys. I was just going to tell Carmine, uh, our love of Game of Thrones surrounds and binds us together. He'll know what that means. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good call. I love for thrones it surrounds and binds us together and it's just the start of the discussion mate I know I know what you're talking about <laughs> fucking great stuff right great stuff right there let's take area code 718 area code 718 welcome to the show hello hey what's going on oh my gosh hello I'm a first time corner caller I can't believe I, I got through yay no thank yay. you Thank you. Thank you for um, your first how, time. How are you guys? We're doing great. You, you were going to say a first time crooner. You were going to sing to us. I'm a first time crooner. Yeah, I, I was I was just blanking out for a moment. I was not expecting you guys to pick up. That's why. Um, <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I love you guys' show. Um, I've just been kind of lurking in the background, but decided I wanted to call because this episode was just jam-packed and there was a lot going on. It was very emotional. But um I just wanted to make a few points, I guess. I, I totally agree with Joe. I think he said it earlier that the way they killed off Summer was just ridiculous. I mean, I think it was a total waste, too, because she was kind of in a no-win situation. She was already completely outnumbered, and she just died right away. She didn't even get a chance to be, like, a true savior um, wolf. So I think that was just completely wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to get you guys' opinions on what you guys think about the fact that the Night King was able to touch Bran. Um, do you think the, this is something the Blood Raven kind of knew and knew that this was the, the way things were going to unravel? Um, did, did he know that Bran was going to get into that situation? Because he didn't really seem surprised. Mm-hmm. Or actually, he did seem a bit surprised when when uh, the Night King touched, touched Bran and Bran woke up. He seemed a bit surprised about that. But everything else afterwards, like having Bran, like, uh, warg into Hodor and all of that. He seemed very calm, like he kind of knew. Knew it was gonna knew it was gonna happen. Good, great, great call, and thank you so much for calling. And we're, we'll uh, we'll touch upon that. Uh, so so what what do you guys think about that, Joe Joe and Katie? First, what do you guys think? Um, I think I think the uh, three eyed crow just didn't want it to happen so quickly. Okay. But I think he always knew this was gonna happen. Yep. Yep. And uh, and and Carmine, do you do you think the <laughs> Do you think the Three-Eyed Raven knew that, or I think he knew that the Night's King could touch him. I mean, I think, 
one minor thing I want to talk about because we we often uh, you we often talk about like the spoilers, what we don't want to be spoiled and stuff like that at times. I think it's I wish they actually kept that out of the trailer. In retrospect, now I wish they kept the fact that Agreed. they they had the Knights King touch him out of the trailer because it was yeah, st- it still meant a lot to me. But that's a really big moment to show in the trailer. So, I, yeah, do, what do you think about that, Carmine? Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's like the Terminator Genesis trailer where they showed the entire movie in the fucking trailer. I, I don't think they should have done that. I, I agree with you. I think they should have saved that. As for the Night's King touching him, I don't think Blood Raven knew that could be possible, but in the back of his head, he knew something had to be, uh, something like that could be done. Because as we see, Green Sight, isn't that like, that has a lot to do with the Children of the Forest. And as we saw, the White Walkers are a product of the Children of the Forest. And they so, said that before too. Huh? They said that before too. Last season, they said the same magic that created them is what keeps them out of this place. Exactly. So, uh, they, he had to have known in some respect that that would have happened. But I still think he should have warned Bran ahead of time. Like, hey, don't you know? If you see the Night's yeah. King, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. You know, don't, don't let him touch you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They, he should have given him warning. Like, don't go back there without me. He, we never actually saw that. Maybe he did, but they didn't show it on screen. <laughs> when someone says, yeah, to build my rafts. Yeah, my name is Captain Jack. You're and I survived. Davies, English. Ah, my dreadlocks are fucking amazing. Save a hero the boat. Commander Leroy Jenkins. Uh, Sad Tove says, I swear the next time someone asks me to hold the door in the elevator, I'm going to fucking oh, kill them. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sad and fucking poetic shit and someone and uh timo says yeah he could have at least went on a trip to the tower of joy he didn't need to go to the white white walker home why did he go to the tower of joy to check that out what you should do is anybody out there who gets asked that they shouldn't like kill them or anything like this just fall on the floor and start kivying yelling hold the door hold the door (laughs) so so let's freak everybody the fuck out who's not a game of thrones fan we got a couple more calls to clear the clear clear the decks and uh let's this person's been on hold for a really long long time area code 989 welcome to the show Uh, hey fellas everybody uh, nice to talk to you guys. Um, I, my my comment is it's kind of a little bit nitpicky. It's just like I I don't understand the point of why they're doing it with Blackfish's army that he supposedly is conjured out of thin air because the Lannister army needs the Tyrell army to invade the Landing because presumably they're busy in Riverlands fighting the the Riverland army. So how is Blackfish in any fucking position? Somehow they still have soldiers after five years of war and the Red Wedding. And yet he's got soldiers to help us take winter. How the fuck does that work? Good question. Good question. Um, Let's go over to Carmine first. What do you think about that, Carmine? Uh, because it hasn't been five years in the show. It's only been around two to three years in the show. And the way, and basically, they they really pass over this. And I hate that they do this. Um, the phrase are given the House Tully uh, lands, and the phrase are in charge of you know keeping keeping a lot of the um the uh a lot of the the castles occupied so a uh, blood uh blood raven uh blackfish probably just took it over from the phrase rallied some of the loyal river uh, river lords to his cause and just took it over not all of the lannister forces are in the riverlands still a lot of them went back home a lot of them are king's landing so yeah no that that is that is a good point they should they should stop yada yadaing stuff with that if they actually mm. we keep going to this thing and i know it's 
I know it's a it's a it's an easy thing to keep bringing up, and people keep bringing it up. You only had 13 episodes. You say you're running out of material. Like, that's how you fill up material. There's plenty of shit yeah. that they could have explored. Pretty how much. the Blackfish? They could have showed us the Blackfish, who is a legend, who Davos says later in the episode, a legend. How did he get that? I mean, we know he's a legend from the p stuff he did in the past, but it's probably post escaping the Red Wedding. If they had showed us some of that throughout the years, touched in with them maybe occasionally. It could have filled up some more time. We didn't necessarily have to fast track everything. I love this season. I think this season is a, a thousand times better than season five. Not that I didn't like season five at all, but I'd say season five is probably my least favorite of all the Game of Thrones seasons. And I think in general, most people agree with that. I, I would put this season so far halfway through the first season at probably third as my third favorite season as of right now and has a chance to put up. But they are really speeding things up and they really are taking things at this like crazy pace that I, I like, but I, I like it if they weren't doing it for the reasons why they were doing it. They weren't doing it because they were trying to get the story to close easy. If they just if if it just felt more more naturally progressed to that point to this point, uh, like it did in season four, for instance, which is which is uh, which I feel like everything kind of happens at a quick pace, but as everything leading up, all these big closure points uh, converging in one. But I, I feel like the quality is very much up. But I feel like. They could very easily have done 20 more episodes, 30 more episodes. This And this isn't a complaint more than it's the complaint like when I get into a fight with someone I care about because we want to see each other more. When you get into a fight with your girlfriend or your wife because we need to spend more time together. That's like a good fight to get into. Yeah. The fight yeah. of Game of Thrones is it's a fucking awesome show. It's, it's based around, even if it's its own entity altogether, separate from the show, there's enough material to do their take on to have this show last 12 fucking seasons. You know, 10, 12 seasons of good stuff. And uh, Well, what I can say to you is... Um... HBO had, does not have a good track record of having shows run seven, eight seasons oh, and keeping the quality. You're, like you're, true you're, Blood. I used to love. I was true just about Blood. to say you have that true. You have that True Blood disease. But, but that, dude, dude, I used to love True Blood, and then they just continued, and it just the writing started to be crappy. Especially uh, from the moment Terror became a vampire. I yeah, was, that was stupid. Oh my oh, god. god. Yeah. But so uh, what Game of Thrones should do is instead of ten episodes. 12 episodes, 13 episodes, and and I hate to say this, because I know I'm going to get shit for this, but I'll, like, I want to say 80% of the show is people standing around talking, so they can't stand around talking for a couple more hours? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, yeah. I absolutely agree. If they, had, if they had started from season one with 12 or 13 episodes, 13 episodes probably would have done it. They could have put so much more from each of the mm -hmm. existing, so many more of the side characters. We would have gotten Blood Raven. We would have gotten uh, the Witch on Acorn Hill. We would have gotten uh, Cold Hand, uh, not Blood Raven. I meant Cold Hands and Lady Stoneheart. And we would have gotten so many more. Uh, patch face, and, uh, patch face, and patch face. And yes. there's so many more characters that we could have gotten. Strong Bellwas. Strong Bellwas, right? Like. Come on, Benoit Balls. Why didn't we have him? Come on. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't want to get down, too down that road because I'm happy with what we got. It's just it's it seemed like an easy oh. fix that they could have made to add a, add a few more episodes in. So let's take let's take a couple more calls here. Uh, this is area code nine four nine. Welcome nine four nine. Can you hear me, caller? Going once. That's California. Going once, going twice. Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Oh, I just thought I, I could just hear you and I hung up on you. Please call right back and I'll take your call. I'm like, yeah, I can hear you. Blow them up. Bye. Fuck you. No, here we go. Uh, this is area code 954. Sorry about that. I disconnected from you. Uh, area code 954. Yes. 
Uh, two things. I think cold hands is coming. I, I just got on, so I don't know if you guys talked about that. If it's not cold hands, they'll combine the storyline with Uncle Benjamin. That's Ooh. my personal mm. opinion. So Uncle if it's not Benjamin. cold hands, it might be a combination of how they meld the characters. Number two, has anybody thought about the fact that now that the Night King can enter past things like uh, Magic Barry because Bran is marked, if Bran crosses on the other side of Westeros past the wall, is that what leads the White Walkers to the other side of the wall. Ooh, that's an interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not, not fucking bad, dude. Let me, let no, me, no, let me no, take that. You go, go, Carmine. Go, go on that one, Carmine. I want to hear your opinion of the, of the caller's points. Um, because the wall, uh, fuck. Maybe I got it wrong, but the wall was built with like magic fused into it, mm. magic from the children of the forest, because they helped build the wall like ages yeah. ago. So yeah, if Bran, if Bran, if Mira takes Bran, what I assume is going to happen is while Bran, Bran is still unconscious, Mira can just take Bran back across that fucking wall, not realizing this, with the mark still on him, and that just invites the White Walker yeah. uh, invasion. And there you go. I, I was expecting them to use the Horn of Winter to melt that bitch down, the Horn of Yeoman, whatever. Mm. If I said that right, but um, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Good fucking call. Yeah, great, great, then, great point for the call, Joe. And that leads to the this whole Bloodraven being Bran thing, Bloodraven, if Bloodraven had been marked, if Bran was, is Bloodraven, then wouldn't Bloodraven have been marked and they could have gone to that tree a lot sooner? And if it is, then how long does a mark last for? Yeah. Great, great, great points call. Let's, I hung up on this caller last time, but, and I think, I think I have a feeling too that, uh, I don't know. I think you might be right on your first point as well. So area code 949, what's going on? Sorry about that last time. Hey, what's up? No problem. Um, I just had a quick, like, question. Uh, when Bran is, like, in that vision with uh, Hodor, and Hodor. the Three-Eyed Raven is like, okay, it's time for, you know, you to become me. Like, what is he saying? Like, how is that a transition? Like, how is he going to, like, hurry up and have that, that uh, transition? Good you know? good, que- good question. Joe, solve the, solve the riddle of life for us there, Joe. What, what the fuck's well, he... What's he fucking mean? I think it's not like he's going to become me, as in like he is now me. Sitting in the tree. In that tree, I think. Uh, I think we love uh, you. Uh, Bran is going Aiden. south. I think Bran is going to get past the wall no. again. I think he's going to go right to Winterfell. Thank you, Lauren. I think he's going to sit in that tree and become uh, the new Blood Raven, growing the old in the tree that's at Winterfell in the in the you know in the catacombs with. With his dead Stark family, and that's where they're gonna have. To, that's where the final like that's battle crazy. between it all is gonna yeah. take place. Is outside the walls of Winterfell. This is one of the oldest, older castles in uh, in Westeros. Do you think it's there's got, dragons in Winterfell, Joe? Are you are you are you a believer of that? That there's some dragons. Dragons. dragons dragon in... of Winterfell, I believe, is going to be a thing. John Stark. Oh, okay. So that's John what... or John Targaryen or whoever, Lyanna hmm. John Stark, and that's where he's from. He's the dragon of of that, and then like the Lion of Lannister. Joe, of course, we, you know, excuse me while I touch my head. excuse me while I touch my nipple, Joe. I like you. So uh, so let's get us uh, area code six one two. Area code getting some uh, new, definitely some new numbers tonight. Area code six one two. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's going on? All right, so basically, I'm about to like blow your minds right now. I want to. I want so my mind blown. Bring it. I love getting blown. Okay, so okay, Joe loves so listen, getting blown. Listen, so basically, a couple days ago, I was digging around, and I found this post on Reddit, and it basically Uh-oh. okay, it predicted everything for tonight's episode. Okay, wait. wait I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop you for. I'm gonna stop you for one second, dude. Is this is you're talking to 
going to produce future possible spoilers that might happen. I, I just want to protect people from because uh, I've read some of those posts, too, and I, do, I don't want to necessarily go go completely there. So please go easy with your your uh, spoiler talk here, if possible. I think okay. I, well, okay. Then I'll just I'll just go into what I think is gonna happen. Okay. Right? I won't tell the spoilers. Okay. Please do. What I think. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. What he thinks I, is gonna happen is probably what he fucking read. Right, so, right. in 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 oh. in fair in fair dis, in fair call, I just want to protect some of the people that are out there that don't search that shit out that might be listening tonight. So uh, I don't search I don't search that right. shit out. I I like that Spanish guy. He's a nice guy. Oh yeah. Have respect for doctors, but fuck him for spoiling a lot of that. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> So, oh, this isn't from Doctor. I assure you, this is not from Doctor. Okay, so so just give me a give me a give me a, give me a bit give me a basic thought, and uh, and I'm gonna be quick on the uh, the, the 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 button. So so just go easy here. Give, give me give me give me one thing. Give me one thing. All right. Okay. All I'm gonna say is, I think that a lot of characters we thought were not gonna be shown again are gonna be shown again. Okay, that that's good. That, hey, see that was like that wasn't that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you because that's a really good point and and I love you. Great call, great call. I'm gonna go easy just because I'm nervous. I get very nervous and I don't want I and and Carmine knows this and Joe knows this. We said I I don't want the armies of of you spoil the whole fucking series. Fuck you comments right now. So so I'm protecting myself. I'm protecting myself more than anything else. So 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 but but good point and I do think that's the case. If if you just need to look at the Ian McShane. Wait, wait, I think I know who he's talking about. I think he's talking about. Uh, uh, oh, the Hound? We all know the Hound is coming back. Yeah. Ian McShane fucking spoiled that shit. Yeah, yeah. I think if that's what you're talking, we do. We we both did videos on that, and Joe and I have talked about that in the video as well. So so uh, someone says someone said in the chat the Hound. Yeah, hopefully Lady Stoneheart. Someone says hopefully uh, we would get some more Blackfish is coming back. A couple people are hoping for Benjen. Couple hoping for a couple mm -hmm. things here and there. Mir and Bran will be smooching soon. Oh wow, Becca chicka bam bam, Becca chicka bam bam. Uh, so and. Let's take one more call right now, and this is from our buddy at, uh, Jay. <laughs> See, I did it. I was able. Jay, you're back on the air. Give us a couple more points, Jay. All right, what's up? Um, I read the situation between Santa and you know when she was having saying that stuff about I am a Stark. I read it differently than you. I read it as mm -hmm. she was just saying I'm a Stark in name because um, I think be before that Davo said. Like the houses of the north won't follow John because he's a snow, and Sandra was just saying, "I'm a, I, but I'm a Stark by name, so they'll follow me or whatever." I don't, I didn't read it as she was, "You're not part of my family or whatever." No, uh, I, uh, yeah. Couldn't Yara have killed the guy, uh, killed that guy when he was like being drowned, going through that ceremony? Like as soon as he got out the water, before he spit up the water, couldn't he have just killed him and that old dude? right then and just said all right now let's do this voting over again who would want to rule the, the iron island it's like the best part about it is the ships and yara and theon took them so like your point about um oh i wish there was more people vying for the throne i'm just like who the hell would want to take that throne um so yeah, what seasons were great. uh uh what what seasons were what were the, were the first and second best seasons to you? If I if I'm John and I find out that the R plus L D was J theory is two, I go by John Targaryen Stark. Yeah, just because mm. those names are really I, powerful. I like uh, it. I like it. I like it. To answer your question, my. My favorite season is probably season one. It's kind of hard to beat that in my in my heart. Yeah. My second one would be season four, 
and uh, this one's kind of this one's uh, progressing progressing really close. I really enjoyed season four. Um, I thought it had a good pace to it. Some of those Tyrion trial scenes were some of the best in the entire series, and all leading up to it, that was Peter Dinklage's best. Him and Tywin going back and forth. I I really like that stuff. But it's hard to beat season one for me. I think that's probably for me will always be the best season in a sense. It's, it was just because I'm biased towards it because I just love it so much and I've watched it more than any of the other seasons. Excuse me. Season one hooked me. Yeah, same reason. Season one hooked me, people say. Yeah, the, yeah. the Drowned Man ceremony was pretty good, I thought. Someone in the chat, uh, Kendrick says, she compares John to Ramsey because they're both bastards and Ramsey took over for his dad. John should uh, yeah. represent yeah. this too. Uh, Tom, I want to thank you for going back. Tom says, four, five, three, two, one. And Tom, thank you. Tom went back and listened to all of our old reviews over the last couple of weeks. And huge thank you to Tom. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, yeah, that's a fucking you. commitment. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. Really do appreciate that. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Awesome stuff. Winter is coming. Episode one. Season one was boring, guys. Someone says. <gasps> Chuck. I heard someone else say that tonight too. They couldn't even get through episode one. They tried three or four times. Wow. I feel bad. I said, well, you got to get to episodes, wow. you know, nine, and you're going to be hooked forever. <laughs> so uh, let's take area code two one three, and then uh, this will be our last call for a little bit. Area code two one three. What's going on? Hey, what's up, you guys? It's the Walking David. Hey, David. What's going on, buddy? Uh, no, much. I just had a, a question I wanted to propose to you guys. Let me just find it here on the phone. Do it. I know. People are going to give me shit. Wasn't ready. Hey, fuck, um, fuck you. Be ready, <laughs> motherfucker. Be all, be, you, you know how it goes. No, no. I'm, I'm just trying to distra- I'm okay. trying to fill in the time gap while you, before you're ready. Okay, good. Um, I was going to ask you, due to the new mark that Bran has, do you think that he'll either be able to warg the White King or at least be able to read his mind or track the White Walkers. Since they can track him since he was touched, do you think since Bran is a warg, he could do the reverse? Interesting. What, what do you think about that, Carmine? Do you think this sets up a multi-lojack setting up on both sides? Can, can, Bran, can Bran tap into the White Walker net, you think? I agree with, uh, I think Phil, I, Phil, I think Joe said it before. I think Bran will, will come through the wall and back to Winterfell. And maybe Jon might use that to face off against the, uh, the Night's King, considering he he has one of the few weapons that can actually stand up against them, mm. uh, the Valyrian steel sword. Yeah. And, and here's uh, a thought I had. If Bran can start manipulating all this shit in the past, then what's to stop Bran from just warding all the way the fuck back to when they plunge that dragon ice, the, the dragon glass, into the human's fucking chest and fucking kill everybody there. Warg into, warg into something, you know, to come yeah, and Yeah, Joe, why can't Marty McFly, why can't Marty McFly right. just time travel back to two seconds before Doc this whole time travel shit is bullshit. And, like, cool. as soon as he starts being able to manipulate anything that's not, like, a white watcher, walker touching him, which is all part of that same mad, like, it's just fucking weird. Like, it, it, it hurts it my brain to start far. thinking about, yeah. uh, you know, like, even Einstein couldn't figure it out. Mm. Come on. Yeah, Yahoo Sarahs couldn't do it, Joe. Are we going to riot tonight? Someone says, just like Harry Potter, two direwolves left. What the fuck? What the fuck, Hodor? Cold hands, cold hands might ga- guide Brandon Mara back to Zapulia. That's what I said. Bran and the White King, Harry Potter, Voltamon, Harry Stark. <laughs> uh, we, we have to ask ourselves why the Night's no. King cares about Bran. No. Why does the Knights King care about Bran so much? Because he has power that could possibly yeah. stop him. I guess Absolutely. somehow. Why else? So, so the, boy. someone had asked the question if we think that the he could. I think David was asking if 
the if Bran could be powerful enough to warg the Night's King. I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know if he'd be that powerful. I think when George R. Martin was asked about if he could warg dragons, I think his response was, "It, it's uh, it's it's never been it's never happened before." There's no precedent for it. He didn't actually say no, but dragons are spo- supposed to be as smart, if not smarter than yeah. humans in their own way. So that's why it's a little bit more difficult for Bran to to warg with people, warg with creatures that have f- like their own free will. It's yeah, a little bit more difficult. But he did yeah. easily warg with young Willis there. It's yeah. We always say that he warged Hodor. In but past. Like, that was in the past. That, a- that takes some power. That takes some fucking power. Right, and that's where you start thinking. Maybe he. What if he's wargs into Jamie? Yeah. Into, what if she wargs into other things in the past, like into Jamie? Interesting. Uh, let's take area code two two four two two four. What's going on? Uh, that yeah, that's you. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Oh, no. oh okay. Um, so, what do you think about um, like the White Walker, like how he was created, like? Because isn't um, it different in the books? Like, um, it wasn't it like the Thirteenth Lord Commander? Like, nah. isn't it different in the books? Let's go. Uh, th- good, co- good question. Let's go over to Carmine for this one. What did you think of the scene about uh, showing the children turning, turning the starting the whole White Walker thing? And what information, if anything, is in the books about that? Um, they really haven't touched a lot on the White Walkers in the books. We we barely ever see them, or even like like we see them in the books is what I mean. For example, like um in the books, John never goes to Hardhome. He just th- just sits at Castle Black and reads a letter. Oh, the mission at Hardhome didn't go so good. So the sh- the, the show <laughs> the show just uh they um they they include the White Walkers a lot more. I just want to know if that's true or not. I mean, I know the show is doing its own thing, but I want to know if that's if that's George Martin's original intent yeah, for them. Yeah. Were they just a Great. weapon of the Children of the Forest that just gone completely like um really? like uh, kind of like Terminator, like how just... Skynet goes against the humans? Yeah, it's hard for me to believe that they would. It's hard for me to believe that they would do something, and I, maybe this is giving them too much credit and feeling they have too much reverence to the material, that something this big, I feel like, has to come from the source material. I, I feel like this isn't, it's, it smells of something that George would probably do, because it, it makes sense in a weird way. I, so I, I, would, I would assume, and maybe I'm making a mistake, but I, I'd assume that this is the same in the books as in the show. Uh, but mm-hmm. but, but uh, that's just my, like, that's my instinct yeah. feelings. I do want to point out one little other moment that they have in this to add credence to Joe's battle point. Did it, was this a sort of fuck you moment by Dan and Dave writing in the script tonight, the line, Winds of Winter, during the play mm-hmm. section, when uh, one of the characters goes... Goes, it's a Cersei's character in the play comes out and goes, it's going to be the winds of winter. Or some, she actually says the says that line in the show. I don't know if that's uh, just a, kind of a digging in a little bit. That's a little, uh, little, a little fun right there. A little well, half uh, aren't, a the, aren't the titles of the books in a, like it? Doesn't someone say a feast for crows? Somebody says when you play the game of yeah, crows, it's you it's win or it's die. in almost it's in almost every almost every line. I think last season they say dance with dragons. I think the title of almost every book pops in every episode. So this is me. Maybe for people that are hoping that Winds of Winter comes out this year, maybe that was a little, maybe it was a good message that it was sending you that, well, don't, don't worry, it's coming, guys, don't worry, it's coming. We, but we've, we've gone this far, ultimately, and not talked about that scene, too, and before we get too far into, uh, go into a quick recap of everything, uh, what did you got, I thought that was one of the scenes that gets lost in the mix, but that was one of my favorite scenes of the whole entire episode, the, the, the play, and seeing that from 
Arya's perspective. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Arya. What I did not like about the Arya stuff is I feel like they could have started the Arya scene with uh, him giving her the poison. I don't think we needed another her getting her ass kicked by the weights. Another training montage? Yeah, we didn't need that. We Didn't we get through that last week? Wasn't that the whole point of last week that she's made it through the training mont- montage sec- section? Didn't They could have just started that scene with Jukin giving her the poison and telling her the whole situation for the play or even starting it with her in the audience of the play. I don't feel like and, – and this is something I want to bring up that Carmine uh, mentioned earlier – so far, we've only had one episode that's been over the hour time frame. I, I, I don't want to dwell on this because, you know, I'm so, hey, you know, I'm like I'm Kermit the Frog at the beginning of a show. Hey, hey, everybody. But ultimately, these shorter episodes are kind of upsetting me a little bit in the sense that that like that I feel, yeah, you don't want to make the episode longer. But. I don't think Sons of Anarchy was the best show in the world, but you know what I loved about watching that fucking show? The last season when Kurt Sutter stopped giving a shit, and every episode was a different time frame. It was like an hour and 35 minutes, an hour and 45 minutes, two and a yeah, half like, hours. To be fair, to be fair oh, most of those were like, so Katie could have two right. songs. I don't want, we don't have to talk about that joke, but that's not show. the point. That's not my point. You're, you're using, you're, you're making evidence that's against my point. I don't want to hear that no, right that, now. That is for your point, because that's, that's Kurt Sutter not giving a fuck. Right. But and like, not making great material but just throwing extra time do you really think hbo would give a shit if they were like yeah every episode this season is going to be an hour and 15 minutes i think hbo would be happy about it actually i think hbo would be upset they would tell them no you can't do that we want you to cut them and make more episodes probably telling you to do in the first place probably because they want this show to last forever because it's a cash crowd right oh and i forgot penis warts yeah we haven't talked about penis warts yet all the girls was this just a (laughs) a fuck you to the girls that are asking for more cock in the show they show you they show you a cock and it has uh, well i hate to be that guy but Ladies, I understand you girls want, you know, naked equality, but the male body is really not as pretty as you think it is. I mean, yeah. it's really not. Someone says penis warts go away. We imp- we learned something in this episode of Game of Thrones. Penis warts go away in five years, guys. So uh, so anyone out there that has them, if you don't see. Yeah, just let them hang for the next five years. You'll be good. You'll be good. Yeah, yeah, fucking here. Someone, someone says, "How does the Blackfish have an army when he can't even take River Run?" He did take River Run. That's what we found out in this episode that he was able to take back River Run. So um, he's a legend. He is a legend. He, he rallied some of the, the remaining uh, soldiers. Not all the Tully soldiers were, were were killed in the in the Red Wedding. Some of them um, right. stayed behind. So he, you could just assume he rallied some of them. Oh, someone says, "I know who's responsible for that." I'm I'm actually path. So I know who's responsible for the warts. It was the son of the herpes. <laughs> clever yeah i gotta give uh no that's uh, i gotta give the chat room say oh uh say that the, uh, the credit for that one i'm just i just cool. steal half my lines from the live fucking chat who are the fucking awesome pe- awesome fucking folks saying some great stuff note to phrase i only have three more years of penis warts awesome nice. <laughs> speaking, speaking nice. of this, uh, this acting troupe this woman that needs to die that ari is supposedly gonna go kill mm-hmm now, did you get the impression that the body that that Jacken is cleaning is the body that was paid for, the life that was paid for for this other woman to die? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't particularly get that impression, but uh, I, but I just thought it was just another body. But it's like a monetary thing, like. Interesting stuff. I love, I love Arya's look though when she gives him, she gives the waif this look like, she's just like. I am 
you! And she just like wants to kick her down. She's like, I have had enough of you. And she wants to fight her. The wave throws down her sword and still kicks Arya's ass anyway. Yeah, I. That's what I think they're establishing that Arya is not really excelling at this being no one thing. No, no. And she is still prideful. She is fighting for something. Katie, Katie, it goes even further that I, I think a lot of people are going to talk about this because it was pretty, I mean, it was pretty obvious, but ultimately too, we see how she's pretending she's talking a big game about being no one, being mm -hmm. no one, Katie. But ultimately she can't be no one in the scene once the, she's enjoying the play, but once the Ned comes out and once they start making fun of her daddy, she can't let it, and, yeah. the, and it flashes her back to that moment of seeing him lose his head in a similar public yep. sort of fashion. She just, can't, she's all Arya all the time. She yep. cannot not be her. And it's, and it's not yeah, fair. Jack can't, can't even. Jack can't even says it like, like we're all people who were nothing to begin with. We were mm. slaves and peasants who nobody saw to begin with. So for us to be nobody, we were nobody. Maybe we are stop. nobody. You were somebody. You have to shed it all to become nobody. That's. Very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, it was very fun, and I, and I, I like, I like that the play situation happened too. Is very, it was, it was, mm. I liked, I liked uh, getting to go there and interact in that situation and seeing all the old characters and and uh, seeing finally seeing Sansa naked in in an episode, even though it wasn't real Sansa, it was fake I was Sansa. Say you got your Sansa titties finally, Phil. Yeah, I did. I did. It was, it was, it was a long, hard road to get there, Joe. Very hard. Very hard. But so, they, but hey, even even like the director said, it was a pale comparison for the true Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a good actress. She's she's very angry. So ultimately, uh, is there any other points that we didn't really hit upon in this episode? I think we basically talked about every every single scene. We'll do a quick uh, step up through the recap right now, uh, and uh, and we'll take a few more calls along the way. And Sansa Titties 2016. Someone says Sansa. <laughs> I am. <laughs> they called that actress back. What if she actually did audition for the Sansa role? And they were like, so oh. we finally got a Sansa role for you. Oh. <laughs> so, Damn. so here we go. Yeah, and okay. uh, the, the okay. episode opens up with Sansa in, well, Sansa finds out Littlefinger's there. And then we get this scene. I'm going to play a couple of, a little bit of, of this scene. Let's see Sansa and Littlefinger talk. And we already, I mean, we already talked about it. All these scenes. Uh, Littlefinger and Sansa have their back and forth. Why did you just give Winterfell a fear the worst? Is this David again calling in? You have no <laughs> idea how happy I am. See you unharmed. Pretty good. Uh, well, okay, let's, let's let's actually do this a one for one for one here. Let's let's see how let's, let's see how David does. Let's Hello, Phil. Joe. There we go. No, no, not not bad, not bad. We we got we got the real harmed. Littlefinger, but I mean, ultimately, we talked about the scene. This this scene starts. I love Sansa in this scene, pushing it and uh, and really pushing it at Littlefinger. But I, yeah. I mean, I think we're generally we kind of talked about this earlier. Carmine was saying this earlier as well. I think she's stupid. I personally think she's stupid for not taking the Veil vale soldiers. Right? We're pretty stupid for not taking the Veil vale soldiers, Carmine. Uh, yeah, I think she's pretty dumb. I mean. As long as Peter Baelish is in the picture, she has those soldiers. But if she has Brienne kill him, the Knights of the Vale will probably go back home and just, you know, chillax. Uh, she could use the soldiers to help them, you know, remove Ramsay from Winterfell and then, you know, kill off Peter Baelish or maybe manipulate Robin against Peter. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. Um, we all know that she's not going to be able to play Peter Baelish. None no. of us believe that she's smart enough to do so. 
He just has experience. On and and right. Sake. So there's there is the old adage: keep your enemies close, your friends close, and your enemies closer. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in this case, it might be good to keep Baelish away and not let him in even a little to gain this army. Um, that you might want to, you know, figure out a way to manipulate Baelish in the future, but not take him now. Make him want it even more. Make him need to get in even more. Make him desperate. Make him a little bit more desperate. Keep him at bay from from this. Um, and that might be a smarter move than to just take those troops right away. Yeah. Uh, because we like we like we said we're not sure like if he's in if you ha- if you let that snake into the nest, you know yeah. that it's gonna lay eggs and when those eggs hatch, those little fucking baby snakes are gonna oh, eat gosh. your chicklets too, chickens too. So you don't you don't let that viper in. Uh, keep him at bay, make him one in, and then manipulate him in the future. That's my maybe, that's maybe that's probably the better. Someone says go. someone says no. That's stupid, Joe. But uh, power well, res- somebody <laughs> says that. I mean, it's, no, it's no, very, no. You know, I'm not saying I have the answer. I'm saying maybe that's that's a better play. But someone, no wait, I'm Joe. Sure Joe, now someone stuff, says good call, that. Joe. I agree 100 percent, Joe. Yeah, someone's gonna say that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm right. Because I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Those people are geniuses right there. <laughs> Those people are fucking geniuses. So we already kind of talked this scene to death. I, one of the th- last thing I just want to talk about that scene, Brienne. I love Brienne in this scene. Lady Sansa asked you a fucking question. You answer it now, That's little right. figure. You- she like grabs this that fucking sword and steps forward. Yeah, puffs her chest up. Great stuff. I like. I love. <laughs> I love Brienne in this episode. I almost. I almost and wish it- that she did say fucking do it, kill him, fucking cut him down yeah. now. I would have been okay with that if she had said like you know strike him down where he stands cut his fucking tongue out cut that lion fuck face's tongue out of his mouth I I want I would have been okay with that I want to watch Brian open his mouth and pull out his fucking tongue and snip it off would have been now Carmine do you think the only reason Littlefinger said that like like, you can kill me if you want to kill me because he had a read on Sansa he knew she would never actually do it absolutely yeah He's not dead yeah, yet. of course. He knew she wouldn't do it. Uh, Sansa still owes him one, and she let him go because Sansa. Uh, he 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 did rescue her from King's Landing, so he let her go because she let her uh, him go because of that. But next time there is, I mean, the next time she will sick Brienne on him or whoever else is there, and and Peter will die. Yeah. So you so you think, or just your speculation now would be that Peter dies from Bri- from Sansa's hand some way. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen until the very last season because I really want to see what all his planning has has come to. I mean, it has to be a conclusion to it. It'd be fucking yeah. stupid. Like I said last week, it, it'd be kind of dumb if, you know, uh, he's about to explain all his plans and he falls down the fucking stairs. It, it's kind of <laughs> dumb. I really hope we get, like, the big reveal as to what he's really planning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me Agreed. too. Me too. I agree. Agreed. I agree with that 100%. Timo says, Arya lied saying the actress is the only one to drink the wine, but wasn't the Tyrion actor drinking the wine as well? She was drinking rum. Basically what happened in that scene, it was, it, I had to watch it a couple times uh, to, to get exactly what was going on. The Tyrion guy offered her wine. She said, no, I only drink rum or I'm a rum girl. If you want to hook up with me, you're going to have to learn quickly. I'm a rum girl. So and I, she had her own bottle of rum. And she had her own yeah. bottle of uh, rum, so she didn't actually uh, share the wine that the Tyrion dude split, and no one else drank the rum. So Arya, Arya was right in that situation. So our next scene, we kind of talked <coughs> talked about this before. Arya with the waif going back and forth with her, with all this sort of You'll shit. Never be one of us, Lady Stark. She has a point. 
all this sort of shit. Wow. She has None of the first faceless men were born to lords and ladies. This is what I want to They began as slaves in the mines of Valyria. Who's first? He was no one. Yeah. Like Many faced God really? taught him how to of shed his face. You're still Arya Stark if you had to ask that one others question. in exchange for their service. Many served. Many more gifts were given. Soon all the masters and overseers were gone, and the faceless men fled. Where did they go? It doesn't matter where yeah. they fucking went. They founded the free city of Bravos and built this house. These were the faces they wore in life. Now, you guys that are a little bit more books, is this story told in the books at all, Carmine? Is is uh, is this story ca canon to the books about the foundation of the Faceless Men? Uh, I don't remember anything like that, but I do know there's like a theory floating around that the Faceless Men caused the doom of Valyria and uh, destroyed that entire civilization. And then they just left before all that went down and, and formed Bravos, There is that theory floating around, but I don't remember anything like that happening. Mm. Yeah, there, I do remember there was, uh, slaves did find, it was escaped slaves from somewhere that found Bravos. That's why mm -hmm. it was one of the free cities. It was like one of the first free cities or something like that. And the, like, yeah, I, I, I have that recollection from the books, but you know, the chat's gonna tell us for sure. Yeah, they'll, they'll, t they'll tell us for sure. <laughs> Aria, die now. I agree. Oh my gosh, what's that with Aria? Aria, waif, the waif is lame, someone says. Fucking lame. Will we ever see more of Bravos? I'm curious about, I know jo Joe and Carmine, I think, are both passionate about this as well, that we haven't seen enough of Bravos. Joe, what do you what do you think about that? And uh, then we'll go over to Carmine. What do you I think that's, that's huge. That was a big thing. Uh, yeah. She's all up and about in Bravos, like, Fucking doing this, doing that, running around with oh, the cats. In that Bravo like, shit. Just all the all this stuff that they've left out, and they've kind of put way too much emphasis on this, uh, you know, ninja master training, training shit that she hasn't seemed to excel very much at. Yeah. And uh, Carmine, do you think they'll ever explore Bravos anymore? Or do you think what we have is what we'll get at this point? Uh, I'll say this before I have to get off. Um, yep. I we we see in the trailer that uh, she's running around doing all, all kinds of parkour. So I think we we may get that this uh, this time around. We may get her, we yeah. we may get to finally see all of Bravos when she's running around. She's running from someone. I have no idea who. I hope she kills. The, I hope she blows freaking house in black and white up <laughs> and gets her ass on a fucking ship and goes back to Ooh. Westeros. Well, to that I say, um, they did play, they did play, uh, Sophie Turner and Maisie Williams did play Two Truths and One Lie. And one of the, uh, one of, like, the three things that, uh, Maisie Williams said, who plays Arya, is that, um, Two Truths, One Lie. So, Arya goes back to Westeros, Arya kills three people on her list, and uh, Arya was in the trailer more times than you realize. You just didn't see her. Ah. So, like, maybe Arya takes a bunch of faces on her own and starts using them. Or I have no idea. But one of those is a lie. The other two are true. So you're right. Maybe she does probably go to Westeros at the end. Mm. Well, well, Carmine, we'd like to thank you as always for joining us. I uh, fucking thank you so much, buddy, for checking in with us tonight and sharing us even even a little longer than I think you wanted to. So we're so we kept you with us for a little bit longer. So so thank you, buddy, and uh, we'll definitely check in with you even more during the year. So uh, can uh, everyone make sure if you haven't already subscribed to Red Team Review, check out Carmine's review. Will probably be coming out sometime in the next uh, 24 hours or something like that. So. So, uh, Carmine, thank you. Huge thanks, buddy. Oh, thank you, Phil. I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys next time. See you next Excellent. time, buddy. Talk to you next Have time. Have a good one, guys. So that.
Carmine from Red Team is taken off. And again, huge thanks to him. And I've said this before, huge thanks to Devin, who uh, uh, fucking, fucking funny bastard and love talking some Game of Thrones with uh, Devin as well. And thank you to everyone that has come over here from from uh, his channel as well that have come over and joining us. And if you're enjoying this and you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button and please hit that like button. It means so much to us as we go. So so let's continue, everybody. Let's continue. No Sansa Titty's sad face in there in the comments. Phil, can we have a quick moment of celebration that we have four straight episodes with no Dorn? Yes! I will toast to that shit. Toast to everybody in that shit. As I have my uh, Game of Thrones glass here. Toast to uh, no fucking door. Cheers. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Says that was emotional. That was an emotional scene. Love you, Phil, Joe, and Katie. Love all of you guys. And thank you, everyone, that has been tuning in. We're going to zip through the rest of this episode and uh, get through the last recap. And then we're going to get back to the phone lines and take anyone that's on the line waiting for hold. And as always, we do a feedback show later in the week. And if you didn't get your comment or your question in, make sure you leave a voicemail, 781-990-8509, or a text message. And any of the people that are leaving messages right now, I'll get to. we'll get to those on the on the feedback show which will either be on Wednesday or Thursday so probably this week on Wednesday at like 2.30 ish so Arya's training blah 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 more Arya training so the next scene is our theater scene and I kind of want to play this because I enjoyed this so much well, it's good to see her dressed as Arya again it is awesome to see that and I just nice. love this scene so let's play a, couple, a little of the audio from the play ah! <laughs> By a boar, the great big hairy whore, he dug in his tusks and dug out my guts, and soon I am no more. Oh, come, father, in bed you must lie. I love you, father, please don't die. Shut up, you swine, Cersei, more wine. I feel the winds of winter as they lick across the land. There was, there was the winds of winter land. See, even right there, even right there, they, they, basically accused Joffrey of killing him because he says he was killed by a boar and then he calls his son a swine. Yep, Ooh. yep, fine wine. This is a great scene back and forth. Arya watches it. She thinks it's funny until Ned shows back up where she gets, uh, gets kind of emotional by it uh we go backstage afterwards and we get fake joffrey with two warts on his cock and we get some cock and uh the five six years of the, the general warts go away so in case you care that's when they go away we get to see the girl that Arya needs to kill the actress and we see we kind of talked about that scene a second ago with the young with the actor that plays Tyrion that looks a lot like judd hirsch I don't know if anyone else thought that, and anyone who knows who Judd Hirsch is, Riga from uh, Taxi. Next time you see the uh, see that the uh, the Tyrion, he kind of looks like uh, Judd Hirsch to me. Joe's giving me a look like no fucking way, but I was trying to I'm trying to like picture him, but imagine it. Uh, oh, I for Joe, do you know what I forgot? What's that? I forgot this. I forgot our recap. Recap. Recap! Sorry, but I forgot to go into the recap. Yep, there we go. So it's official. It's official. It's, new. it's only the third time that that it's gone. So it's true. 
It's true. We need to recap. Uh, Steven, hey, Timo. And huge thank you to Timo and all the FOPs that are in the chat right now. Tell them to like the video, subscribe. You guys are the best. If we keep growing, it's only thanks to the hard work that all of you guys do. And, and anyone, like with Carmine, with Devin, it was people that watch our channel that fucking share the channel out there. So if anyone out there wants to share us and help us grow, it fucking means a lot to us and uh, we'll be eternally thankful. So thank you to all of you guys that have shared our channel and continue to. So uh, it means so much. Okay. Enough of that crap. Um, and no, <laughs> enough of that crap, Joe, enough of that crap. No more. No, I was going to, I was going to read one of the comments. Do it. Read it. <laughs> read it. No Jews in Westeros. I going to say no, man. Bravo. It's running shit. <laughs> So a girl, uh, a girl wants to do so that. Joe said, "Oh well, Joe, what did you? What? Oh my gosh, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no offensive language on this show, Joe." The faceless. I got a little place in the room. Lady Crane is the only one who drinks it. If a girl could use one of the faces from the hall. I actually agree with what John says in the chat. Don't share or like this video. Definitely don't. She's a good actress. The man has heard. Seems like a decent woman. Yeah. Does death only come for the wicked and leave the decent behind? So back, they have a little back and forth right there, which is very interesting that they they uh, have an interesting back and forth. And Arya says it's a younger girl. She kind of makes it. And the most important thing is, have you decided if you want to face the many-faced god, he asks her at the end. And she says, yes. And he goes, well, servants don't ask fucking questions. Shut up and listen, girl. And uh, do it. Do it, Sammy. I see you. Give me the important question. Oh, here we go. And thank you, Mor Morning. You're awesome. I was checking out some of your videos. If you haven't, check out Morning's videos. There's uh, very positive energy. Lots of positive energy. Uh, Chuck, are you crazy? Faceless Men is setting Ari up for a fail. I agree with that, Goat. Mm -hmm. Does Theon still have sex with himself? Maybe? Um, Maybe some butt stuff? I don't know. Yeah, this, that was definitely a big test for Arya to send her where, to, like, he definitely knows that play is all about insulting oh, yeah. her family exactly and shit. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, it's the last test. And I think she's going to try to play it like she passes it. Yeah. Or, you know, mm -hmm. end no. up not. No, I'm with you on that one, Joe. So then we go off to our first Blood Raven and Bran scene of the night. This is where we see that the man becomes, that they turn the man into the, uh, the White Walker, who is the actor that they... For whatever it's worth, I don't know if this means anything, but the actor that was playing the human that got stabbed with the dagger to turn into the knights, the White Walker, was the same actor that put the set, the newer actor that plays the Knights King. So I don't know if that's supposed to be the Knights King, and that's and he was born at that moment in the show, or what? Uh, I just know it's the same actor, and it's just worth mentioning that. So then when Bran comes out of all that, he goes, "Leaf, what the fuck, Leaf?" What the fuck you doing? Uh, Bran finds out about the White Walkers. Let's play a little audio of that one. It was you. You did it. You made the White Walkers. What the fuck? We were at war. We were being slaughtered. Our sacred trees cut down. Yeah, exactly, Seb. Theon can still enjoy anal pleasures. We needed to defend ourselves. From whom? From you. From men. So they create the White Walkers, and the White Walkers start slaughtering the humans. Yep. And, 
the humans change their mind about whether or not the children are bad because they don't see them as being with the White Walkers. So they kind of try to make peace and make an alliance, and the White Walkers are like, what the fuck? There is no peace. You created us to kill them all. You can't be peaceful with them. Now you're our enemy too, and we're going to come kill you. And so the children and the humans basically band together and fight off the White Walkers. Yep. You know I do, Seb. The the wave could be caboodled by needle very, very soon. Children of the forest become fern gully. Fuck. Arya stops giving a fuck. Fucking crazy shit. So so okay, so the uh then we get to see the actress same as Night's King, yada yada yada, children of the forest. Stay away from them, Bran. They're evil. So then we get our King's Moot. I think there's not much else to say about the King's Moot that we didn't already say. We kind of got way into that in our intro. So uh Euron is basically cockless wonder with him here. It's uh, a lot of fun fun back and forth with Euron. And Theon. We speak in the presence of the drowned god. In his name, we gather today to choose a new king as our leader. New king? Who makes a claim? King of the fucking something. King of the something. So uh, that is that. And uh, generally speaking, I'm just sort of yada yada through this because we talked a lot of this stuff in depth in our opening. So we don't need to like bemuse this stuff. Uh, so yeah, the, the King's Moot, we kind of already talked about all of that. So then we go to Daenerys. We didn't really talk about this scene in detail. So she's very conflicted talking to Dario and Jorah. She says, uh, I banished you twice and you came back twice. I can't keep doing this. And this scene right here, I'm going to play it here. This scene really made me emotional. I banished you. Twice. You came back. Why not just call it the sea stone chair? Why they call it the saw sword? I don't know. That's one of those. That's one of those changes I don't get. There's certain changes that they make that it's like, why change that? You didn't need to change that. Like calling uh, Hodor Willis instead of Walda. It's just there's certain little things that just you're like, uh, did they do that just because they don't want another Walda Frey? They do that because they thought that lines that sea stone chair sounded a little bit too complex. So they just wanted to say salt throne because salty and the Greyjoys are salty. I don't know. It's it's one of those weird changes that I don't understand why they change it. They didn't have to do that. You saved my life. But uh, s- some people, I-, I really like the Danny scenes here. So I can't take you back, and I can't send you away. I cried my eyes off here. Like you must send me away. The last two episodes. Yeah, Do you know why I cried my eyes off, guys? Really? Because I enjoyed the Daenerys scenes the last two episodes, and I was like hate fucking myself. There, I was like, oh my gosh, I enjoyed the Danny scenes a lot. Oh my god, what's wrong with me? Yeah. See what happens when it goes far enough. I'll end things before that. Really emotional, emotional stuff. The the emotion that they're both playing this, that that the uh, Jorah and the actor that plays Jorah and Emil Clark are playing Mm -hmm. here, it's just really high end stuff. And the Tyrion Lannister was right. Right here it is. Tyrion Lannister's always right. Yeah. Shouldn't all sentences in Westeros start that way? (laughs) I'll always love you. Oh. 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 (laughs) <laughs> i will always believe you to believe to believe it gets really emotional there and then we it gets into that whole thing we talked about earlier do not walk away from your queen don't walk away from the andal don't jora you have not been dismissed He's done for, Joe. You pledged yourself to me. What's your name, wasn't? You swore to obey my commands for the rest of your life. It just stops sometimes. Well, I command you to find the cure. Everything adds. 
Everything I do, I do it for Daenerys's titties. So, is in this world. Here's the question, Phil. Yep. Does he do it? Does he does he fulfill her last command? Yes, yes. because she commanded it. Katie, just to go in the, to, to springboard off your point, I think they wouldn't have put that in there if he doesn't somehow recover from it. Agreed. And if he finds the cure, Agreed. is then she going to go spray down old Valeria with the cure and retake her? See, I thought, Ooh. yes, yes, Joe. I think oh. she might do that. I ultimately thought that the cure would be dragon's fire for some reason. I thought that she would be like, okay, fucking Drogon, come here, burn breathe. Off the, uh, yeah, 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 burn that shit off right now, Drogon. The, yeah. So, but but ultimately, I think you might be onto something, Joe, by accident. I think you kind of have, a, uh, that might be, because I some part of me feels like the end of the series is going to be Danny returning to Valeria and sort of. So this was all just a big outbreak film? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, guys. Uh, 28 centuries later. <laughs> someone says uh, Jorah actor is so handsome. It, yeah, it makes it weird because in the books, I did not imagine Jorah being as good looking as the actor that plays yeah, him I did. did. I, I didn't. I always thought he was weird. Okay, so then we but, get... But I was introduced with Jorah first because I saw season one first, so it was right, always right. in my mind as Jorah it was Jorah. So uh, then we get into our Tyrion moment of the episode, which is really fun stuff. We see the, uh, the small council of Danny. Let me get to this. This is this is the type of stuff that it's easier to play than talk about it. So here we go. Let's play. In the last fortnight since our pact with the master, how many killings have been carried out by the sons of the harpy? None. And how many masters have been butchered by the freemen? None. Ooh. That was the day of the pact. Since then, nothing. Which, so it's safe to say that a fragile piece... Which eventually leads Tyrion to this scene. Joran. About the extent of my Valyrian. And this is the whole Red Woman thing. I love how this sets up. Everything is the oh, Lord's great. will. And here we go. Let's get into the, the, the heart of this Everything is the song. Lord's will. This whole exchange. Well, but men and women make mistakes. Even honest servants of the Lord. And you, an honest servant of the Lord? Why should I trust Hello, you Jacob. to know any more than the priestess who counsels Stannis? My friend has a healthy skepticism of religion. But we are all loyal supporters. Don't mind him. Don't mind him. Don't mind him. You're sour in the plan. Shut the fuck up, Varys. Daughters of the Queen. I don't believe in this shit either, Varys. Yeah, I don't believe in this fucking shit either, but we need her fucking on our side. Varys just can't help himself. No, he can't. It's I couldn't either, though. Ultimately, I'd be like, this is full of shit. My friend has a healthy skepticism of religion. But we are all loyal supporters of the queen. <laughs> the queen, focus on the, yeah, the queen. queen. Yeah, focus on the positive. Focus on the positive here. Everyone is what they are and where they are. Fuck you. I hate that shit. Everything happens for, happen a for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Like what happened to you, Lord Varys, when you were a child? What? what? If not for your mutilation <laughs> at the end of the second you wouldn't be. It's not a secret that something happened to him as a child. Right, right. I know, but the details about the voice and stuff, Joe, it gets kind of detailed. What the? Oh yeah. You want? You want to? You want to know how I got my scars, kids? You want to know how I got my scars? You want to know how I got these fucking uh, this the fuck? You want to know what the voice says? How many people? Raise your hand in the chat if you want to know what the fucking voice said. I want to know what the fucking voice. I want to know. I want to know. Uh, she is. Someone says she is gorgeous, though. Yeah, she's she is fucking gorgeous. I, I actually find this this actress more attractive than uh, than Mel, but I'm more I'm more of a fan personally. But from just a superficial level. But 
But I think it's interesting. She points out in this scene that I'm the I'm the hot shit of the red gods. Uh, individual red priestesses might be wrong, but you know you're looking at the king shit here. Do we think she's glamoring too? That that's an interesting question to Joe and Katie. Uh, uh, do you yeah, think you think probably. she's you think she's glamoring as well? Yes. The voice said that's a the voice said that's a pretty big penis for a five year old. Well, here's the thing: they're <laughs> they're gonna. Varys oh is on to something. You know, they're going to, you know, Stannis was the true lord, and this one's the true lord, and that one's the true lord, yeah. and whatever serves Keep your purpose is what you're going to say. And I just find it interesting that, you know, I'm sure they're, that they get word of shit that's going down in Westeros. Mm -hmm. They have a network of yes. information yes. getting. So I'm sure they've heard about Cersei's fucking walk of shame, and why then would you feel like a church is a good thing to get involved and use as your PR firm? I don't know if they know about that, to be honest, Joe. So, so let's take a couple Which calls, right? Let's take a couple calls here. Uh, area code three, three, four. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, Joe. Yes. Huh? You're on the air. Uh, we, we ended up, uh, the call got dropped. I did not. I did not hang up on that call or we ended up losing the call. Definitely call back in. They seem to know you, Joe. There was a little personal yeah. nature there. So area code 413. You're on the air. Area code 413. Hello, Phil, Joe, and Katie. Great recap show as usual. Quick question. Wait, wait. Is this, on, uh, is that, well, before you talk, is this the fucking awesome human being, one of my favorite individuals, Al Red Sox fan? Could be. Yes, it is, Phil. Awesome. Hey, Great yeah. to hear from hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, on the quick question, on the Dorthraki, yeah, hopefully I pronounced that right. The, Close enough. I don't really think I, I, I don't really think that they're that good of a, a fighting force because, I mean, I think Danny put it the right way when she said, you've been beating up a bunch of sheep herders. When they go to the big mm -hmm. cities, the big or city-states, those rulers just pay them off because they're like, it's easier just to pay them off and kill them. Yeah. You know, I, I, th I think they're going to be like cannon fodder if they go fight a modern, or I mean in the show, a modern Western army. You know, they're like mm -hmm. cavalry. I was just curious what Joe and Katie and yourself think of it, Phil. And uh, thank you very much for doing this show. It's really fun to watch and participate. And I think everyone has a great time. The most fan-friendly show and recap show take care guys Good you're night. the Bye -bye. best al red sox fan joe what do you yeah. have to say about that what al has to say um i think cavalry uh is an amazing weapon heavy cavalry better and but there's many fighting forces mongols and and uh Mongs, just huns. huns and that that have been known to be horseback fighting forces that have done traditionally very well and then there's some that you know don't that but don't do as well. Uh, Phil, you I do think that. A big a, a big problem is they're all going to be freaked out getting over the sea to begin with, mm. and then uh, when they do get there, they will be able to. It's going to be tough fighting against some of the heavy armor 
It, yeah, it'll be different terrain, different. Uh, well, they will. In fairness, they will have dragons on their sides. And you're right, uh, Flair. I do do that a lot. And King's Boot reminded me of how uh, California Primary might go. Uh, Caller never saw the last samurai of the cavalry. Bad and hearted trained information. <laughs> yes, yeah, some Hodor sized bong. Yes, Hodor sized bong. I like that. So let's oh. let's take a couple more calls before we head into uh, back into the recap here. Area code two one four. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey guys, what's up? It's KLC. Hey buddy, what's going on, KLC? Alright, I got two things to say and then one question. So, uh, first of all, I want to say I don't know if any of you guys have ever watched the show Avatar The Last Airbender, but uh, and for the play scene in this episode, it really reminded me of the episode uh, The Ember Island Players. It was an episode where the main characters just watched the play themselves. It was pretty hilarious, so I uh, thought that was a cool connection. And uh, then I want to say I probably won't be able to join you guys for the uh, next few weeks oh. because my HBO Go is expiring. Oh, bummer! Oh, no. for it. So um, I'm not saying I pirate, but uh, if I'm buddy who pirates in it, but you get anyone has a good place, to, you know, uh, do that. Hit me up in the Discord chat. <laughs> and uh, my last question is, or my last thing is, um, what do you guys think? that they're going to do with the direwolves because so far it just kind of seems oh. like the direwolves have been a dead and blind. You know, just half of them are dead now. So yeah. we think they can go on the TV show without being a complete waste of time. Great stuff as always, KLC. Uh, talk to you very soon, uh, my friend. I think with the direwolves, they're trying to unfortunately limit them as much as possible and kind of just seems like they're trying to rub off direwolves. Yeah, they're I, killing us off. I don't see them getting rid of ghosts, ghost though. Ghost is High. Yeah, Ghost is Azora High, Katie. I agree with you. Damn it. So let's take a couple more calls. Uh, in about four minutes, we're going to need to reset the phone calls and start again. So if you're in hold, you may need to call right back in. But we'll take two more calls right here, and then we'll get back into our recap. Area code 715. You're on the air. What's going on, 715? Hey, you Jigglyo Antis Madcap Man here. What's going on, guys? Oh, the effervescing elephant right. with tiny eyes, buddy. Let us have it. All right. Here's one out there. No umbers this week. Uh, <laughs> I pity on us all. Um, <laughs> what if, what if, now, it, well, you guys had mentioned how, you know, it's nice seeing Arya as Arya again. What if they're having her kill the rest of the people that are left on her list so she can truly become no one? Ooh. What do you think? I like that. Good, very good question, my friend. I think that you might be onto something. I think that maybe they're using her to fuel the red god, the red god, the their own god's power in that sense of uh, that she has a list. She wants to kill people. She's already showed a predilection at a young age for wanting to kill and murder. And she has a list of people she wants to die. So if you can kind of hijack that list, like put your put your clamps into that list, you can get. You can get what you need from what she already has to do. So it's kind of killing two birds with one stone. So perhaps some people on her list are on that that the many faced god needs to take down too. So so uh, it it's comparative. They both have similar goals at times. So I think uh, I think the House of Black and White respects the fact that Arya makes a list and does it in a very organized way. <laughs> in some ways, she has a list. Mm. She has these things to do. It's all about murder. It's revenge leads her. So let's take one more call now before we get back to our recap. Area code 716. What's going on? Hey, guys. It's Brad. Uh, hey, Brad. I just finished the episode. Um, 
pretty crazy. So uh, I guess a good theme here. I wanted to call in about Aria. So um, going back to Jack and why was he in Westeros in the first place? So I, I'm assuming he was on some assignment of some sort, yeah. right? Good question. So it's a good, it's a good question. At some point, at some point, Arya. I mean, we all have to assume she's going back to Westeros at some point. So, I'm thinking that uh, I'm trying to think of what interesting situation she'll be kind of thrust into. I, so, I'm, um, what do you guys think about that? And also, I know exactly um, why is, he was. Is anyone in else Westeros. just kind of is anyone else just kind of annoyed with the whole? no one thing because it's kind of getting annoying at this point because last season we had that huge scene where they kind of told her to just give everything away but she couldn't give away Neil 90 seconds good she's still Arya and whenever she leaves Bravo she's still taking Neil with her because Neil represents John who gave it to her it represents mm-hmm. Ned, who embraced her, who embraced her for who she was, and let mm-hmm. her do those sword training and all that stuff. So, unless I mean, unless she leaves Bravos and she forgets about Needle, then I would believe that she's no one. Sixty but seconds. This episode where she basically had to relive her dad dying. I'm yeah. not buying it. So, um, my question is, where do you guys think she comes into play? in Westeros down the line. Good. Be- oh, good, good question. Sorry, ended up, you ended up getting cut off because we're running out of time here. Uh, ultimately, I think that one of the people on her list is going to be a part of Jaquin's plan, and he's going to send her to kill that's one of the people on her list. That, that's what okay. I think is going to happen. Joe? Jaquin was in Westeros. Ah, uh, yes. Why? Why? Yes. To train Arya in water dancing. <gasps> Shut up! I'm not. I, you're so full of ass. Well, we haven't. He's seen not serial Pharrell, dude. He's not serial Pharrell. You're. You're. Hold you're on. What? Wait. Why not? Wait. He's what? not. Wait. 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 Huh? <coughs> he just shows up in the cage, <sighs> right? If he is a faceless man, if serial Pharrell is a faceless, he's man, not. Why wouldn't he be? He's not because he's a because he's that's the problem with not seeing more Bravos. He's a completely different part of Bravos. He's a I know he's one of the water dancers. It has nothing to do with it. I that you're you're grasping for. I that's one of those theories that kind of doesn't bother me. I'd want it. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if it was true, but I just think you're so full of shit there. I I mean, I don't think you're full of shit. I mean, I think you really believe it, but I just I don't I don't believe that even for a fucking second. I don't believe it for a fucking second. So uh we didn't see him die on screen. Serial forever. People in the chat are all always on your on your let's start a rant. People want the rant, Joe. Serial forever. But you know, so if it Joe, you're full of shit, Joe. Fuck you. Why why? Fuck you. Fuck you. Explain to me why not. No, you explain to me why. I'm trying to get you to rant, Joe. Come on. No (laughs) and I think it ties in if if we haven't seen any of the other water dancers in Bravos, which is something that Aria was keen on on seeing on maybe be getting be more of a part of and it just seems um you know what joe i don't know i don't know it it's a possibility and i'm not gonna give up hope on it i'm not gonna sink you know i'm not gonna put money on it but (laughs) (laughs) i've been kind of waiting for that too (laughs) thanks tim
I saw Tim in the chat. That's why. Oh, I saw yeah, hashtag Tim Gersh. I saw Tim Gersh in the live chat. Well, great to see Joe Rent 2016. People, someone's gonna someone's gonna put in the chat room. Phil, why'd you shut Joe up? Why are you always talking over Joe? But you know why I'm always talking over Joe? This is the point. This is the point of everything. This is why it is. This is why. But I, I and I think the caller is absolutely right that she's not gonna. She is still Arya Stark. That was one of the important reasons that she was dressed as Arya Stark during this play. Um, no, you can keep. And I think that what's his name, Jaquin, knows that knows a little too much. Knows what buttons they were gonna push. Oh yeah. In this play, absolutely. I don't know. I'm just. He's working her. Something. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, I don't think I, I just don't think the things are mutual exclusive. I don't think just because he's working her means he's serial Pharrell. I just I just don't equate both situations. I mean, I think it's interesting what you're saying. I think it's a I think it's like an interesting element, but I just don't I don't buy it 100. Yeah. No, I don't buy it 100 percent either. It's a I'm nice idea. I, I'm a fan of serials. So someone says someone says Joe get Joe gets no respect. Joe's the Rodney Dangerfield of the show. Joe Dangerfield, uh. yeah. <laughs> he's Joey, he's Joey Dangerfield on the show. Yo, yo, Joe, 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 Joe maybe he's Serial's brother, someone says in the chat. Ario Stark is the new Daredevil. Someone someone. Uh Tyrion's losing his edge. Joe gets no respect. He died in the books, I'm pretty sure. And uh let's hear important instructions. Push since it appears. Okay, so we're getting back. We're getting back into that. So our next scene is we see the crow and Bran laying down, wasting time. And Bran is sees Bloodraven. He's sleeping at him. He throws a rock at him to see if he's you awake, Bloodraven. So Bran decides to do some searching in the Werewood net himself. He gets in there, gets in there, starts walking through the snow. Eventually, sees an army of whites that's just really crazy, and he starts doing like a one eighty degree angle around. And as he comes around, you know what's coming because you saw it in the trailer you know it's coming here and you saw it in the preview for next week too he comes around after making eye contact with the uh the the knight's king the knight's king standing right there grabs him puts his arm on him and and uh and brand starts freaking the fuck out when he comes back he's like he's like fuck fuck what the fuck's going on here i'm trying to find the uh the i i did have an audio of this somewhere but but whatever. He starts he starts freaking out about all of this. And uh, he turns around. He goes, Night's King touched me. He fucking touched me. And, and Blood Raven goes, yeah, he touched you. Your mark's on him. You're fucked now. You fucked us all. And uh, Bran says, I'm really, really sorry. And Blood Raven's like, fuck you. Are you sorry? You're not sorry. The White Walkers are coming to kill us all, you fucking shit. Oh, you will be sorry. Yeah, he got his stank on you. And uh, and they're like, leave us now. Get the fuck out of here. Leaf is super scared, and Mara gets her shit together. And Brand- well, nope. Time for another vision. And Bran uh, keeps apologizing. No, that's not yet though. And Hodor says, Hodor, the time has come. The time has come for you to become me. And am I ready? No, you're not ready. So then we go to our John. No, and- no, and then his eyes flash right there. Yeah, they there. flash, but they, we don't go into that dream until the next. But scene. but that's just it. That means he's going into a, another vision or he's yes, warding that- or some shit like that. So it's like, it's time for you to, we need to get you out of here. They're coming. And then boom, like down into a fucking trance where he but stays. <laughs> right. and, then, like, wow. and then we end up kicking into our 
this scene, the John Arya Davos super scene here that happens. And I'm going to just play this because... I made it myself. Do you like it? Oh, no, sorry. That's that's uh, John... That's John... That's John and Sansa in a second. Uh, where where is where is that fucking scene? Sansa, oh Sansa, small console. Here it is. We can't defend the North from the Walkers and the South from the Boltons. If we want to survive, we need Winterfell, and to take Winterfell, we need more men. Someone says uh, Blood Raven was uploading everything to Bran. So Bran has left uh, three trees. Does this mean he won't get any more Green Seer visions? What about the scene in the trailer? It looks like Jamie killing the Mad King. It definitely does look like yeah, we're seeing a flashback of Jamie killing the Mad yeah, King. Um, and I think Bran will still have his Green Seer powers. I think as long yeah. as there's trees out there, he'll have his powers. From the Starks and the Boltons, the most powerful houses in the North, the Umbers, the Karstarks, and the Manderleys. The Umbers and the Karstarks have already declared for the Boltons, so we're not doing so well there. The Umbers gave Rick this, on blind. This is a great scene in here. Uh, I just want to get to Timo's quick question. I understand why they killed Summer and Hodor in the same episode. They want to distract people from being upset over another direwolf, so they kill Hodor in a very sad way that people will talk about Hodor, not Summer. So it's an e it, a, a slick way of killing the uh, direwolf, and everyone's talking about Hodor. My enemies, they can yeah. But the Karstarks declared for Ramsay without knowing they had another choice. Oh, I beg your pardon, my lady, but they know that a Stark beheaded their father. I don't now, think I'm going to play most either. of this scene because I think this is a really great scene, Joe. But it's ultimately, what do you make? We talked a little bit about this earlier, but what do you make of John's expressions through this whole scene while Sansa's talking? More loyal. This is an outsider. I thought he was scared for Sansa. Scared for Sansa. Scared. I don't think he felt slighted by her with the, because uh, I felt like she was sticking up for him. Like they'll respect him because I'm here and I call him brother. I'm a star, so he's a fucking star. Joe, Joe seems to agree with that. You're, yeah, you're, you're nodding as well. Summer's just hanging out with Shaggy Dog. Uh, Bran clearly can get visions by himself, so we'll get a Tower of Joy episode too. I was hoping he was gonna go to the Tower of Joy as well. Who doesn't more? Together they equal all the others. Can start small and build. The North remembers. Oh yes! Wait, 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 wait! The North remembers. Can I hear that again and make myself feel good? The North remembers, motherfucker. Nah, and that's that's kind of why I'm holding up hope hope for the Umbers to turn on yeah. the like. Yeah. To I'm be like, you know, we can't let these people remember the start name. Uh, people will still risk everything for it. From no, I mean, I'm White sorry, sorry, Joe. I, I'm I'm kind of hoping the same thing as well. Um, yeah. but I, but I'm, I'm sort of starting to lose hope about that, especially with what she says about the umbers in the scene. To Ramsey's own door. I don't doubt it. John doesn't have the Stark name. No, but I do. Whoa. What'd you say? What'd you say? We talked John about John is every bit as much Ned Stark's son as Ramsey is. And then he plays it. I mean, we get into this scene. We already kind of talked all about this as well. And, uh... And I, I do, I, I, fuck it, I'm just gonna finish this scene. Bruce Boltons. Because they're also the Tullys, they're not Northern, but they will back us against the Boltons without question. I didn't know the Tullys still had an army. My uncle, the Blackfish, has reformed it and retaken River Run. How'd you know that? Ramsay received a raven before I escaped Winterfell. Liar! Oh, Sansa. That's good. Blackfish is a legend. They support me in a great deal. Stark, Tully. A few more houses. Almost starts to look like a winning side. 
So that is the scene right there with the two of them. And then it eventually leads into the Sansa and Brienne scene, which is very funny as well. I've sworn to protect you, my lady. You heard them. We need more men. And my uncle has an army. We can send the Blackfish a raven. We can't risk Ramsay intercepting it. It has to be you. Ride forever, and my uncle will talk to you, and you'll know how to talk to him. And you think this is sending? You think I don't like leaving you here alone. You think sending Brienne's off is a mistake, Joe? Absolutely. Mm, very interesting stuff. It makes me nervous. So yeah. Brienne and Sansa have a talk. Sansa is uh, go, wants to go to Riverend to find black or send Brienne to get blackfish. Brienne doesn't want to leave her alone. Peter has forty thousand men. So even if John and his army of what three thousand was it five thousand two thousand. 2000 decide to march to go down south they have to pass winterfell and or peter baelish's freaking army of 40,000 eries mm. like like it's asking to be you don't need to you don't taken. need to stop team so and then sending brienne like that's like who's not going to notice this woman traveling mm. south with padra yeah no good point from Ehrlich and Timo, rest in peace to Summer. He was born in the North. Who could forget the time he served for Bran from the assassin, saved Bran from the assassin, or when he and Shaggy Dog saved John from the Wildlings, or when he took out yeah. the Whites outside the Weirwood Tree. He was one of the best and most loyal of all the Direwolves. Now his watch has ended and should never see his like again. And Timo, you never have to apologize. Keep it coming as much as you want, Timo. So, uh, so here we go. Let's go over to here. I'm sorry, I'm having a little trouble with the Discord. It's sort of screwing up for me. I'm not necessarily being able to get in there all the time. I'm not, I can't stick my thing in there, everybody. Does anyone remember right, the Merman pin at the uh, Red Wedding? No, I do not apt. Armies on the show are not as big as in the books. Great point, Bruce. That is very, very true. So then we get the scene. And I, I, Tim, yeah, Tim sorry, Tim had a good point. Have we ever known Littlefinger to be anything but full of shit? So right. by him letting, he has a reason for having told Sansa that, right? He has oh, a yeah. reason for letting that. Has, for, yeah, may I just say one last thing? You know, yep. come on. Yep. I also want to point out that Brienne kind of shits talks everyone. She shit talks John, and she's like, yeah, John seems nice. John, not him. Yeah, he seems, seems nice. trustworthy. A bit brooding, perhaps. I suppose it's understandable, considering. Yeah. Considering, yeah. The others, though. Considering he came back to life, you know, you guys are handling this pretty easy. She does, she likes her people study. I guess. Davos and the Red Woman helped a man murder his own brother with blood magic. And when Stannis paid for his crime, where were they? Already out looking for a leader with better prospects. Mm -hmm. And that wildling fellow with the beard. Jonathan's oh, come on. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, hey now. Hey now. Lay off Tormund as he eye fucks her when they get outside and she catches a glance and she's looking weird. Ed and John say their goodbyes after Sansa and John exchange. We see Sansa in her new dress, the one we see in the trailer that she sewed herself. We see in the original scene. She also sewed a little Ned Stark uh, coat thing for John. The pal yeah. thing for John and uh, he's very thankful of her. Anytime he says the word Sansa, it sounds weird to me because he's never. I've never heard those words come out of his mouth before. So it's very interesting to hear it. Excuse me. So uh, they go a, a very heartfelt back and forth between the two of them as Team Jon Snow and Sansa are on their way out to gather the houses. They all leave the 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 wall, which Ed is left there alone with like 
20 one night's watch guys and says it says yeah we're kind of fucked we already talked about the john and him's exchange when they talk about the wall coming down so that is that scene and then we get back to our finish that i think oh god i think that i've been avoiding getting into because it's very emotional so we go back to the cave and Bran and the Three-Eyed Raven are doing their thing. Mare's talking to Hodor about how they can go home and get somewhere, uh, not in the cave, and get some eggs. Hodor likes this and he says, Hodor. Mira gets a weird vibe for some reason. She heads outside to the opening of the cave where we see the uh, children of the forest are already out there looking. And the Night's King's there like, Mommy, I'm home. And Mira is like, Fucking balls! As the Night's King shows off a new power, as he has uh, he has magic uh, earthquake powers on ice, so he like touches the ground of the ice, and it sends this shock wave down and starts to bring down the tree. So just to kind of create confusion, Mira's like fucking balls, and the Night's King shows off the power, and the Leaf yells, "Get Bran and get the fuck out of there!" So Mira heads inside, and the army of the dead starts marching on the cave, and they just can't—they can't fucking wait. They're like happy to come there. They're marching in. Mira comes in, tries to wake Bran up, but no. Fucking Hodor's upset as shit. He's trying to get things up. Bran is in his dream. Bran is with the three-eyed Raven in Winterfell again, watching Ned hug Brandon, and then Ned uh, is getting taken off to the Eerie. Uh, Bran, uh, Bran, uh, Bran is enjoying this. He's got, he has a smile on his face. The Three-Eyed Raven looks scared as shit. Like, he knows what's going to happen. The Blood Raven knows what's going to happen. Blood Raven watches the whole thing as we cut to the army of dead getting closer and closer. She's trying to get... She Mira starts going, Hodor, we need your help. We need your fucking help. And... And she's dragging Bran as much as she can. And the children are trying to do their thing, throwing the firebombs and shit, which looks a lot cooler this year. Of just like these Hodor yes, knows he's been nice. here before. He now, It all came back to him in this moment. Full like, circle. It all full circle. And then the White Walkers, I mean the Whites, start converging on the oh cave. Like, like ants. You know if you drop some food at the beach and the ants just converge on the swarm, swarm yes. on that? It's like that. They just all start swarming on the fucking thing. And we get to Bran trying to get... Mira's, Mira's trying to get into his mind. She's like, she's like, listen, wake up, wake up. And it's just a great moment with, uh, we see Ned and his dad. Yeah. Don't fight, but if you have to fight, win, as Ned's going off to the veil. So then we see Bran and Mira. Mira's, tr- Mira's trying the best to get him out of there. A few of the uh, white walk, a few of the whites, excuse me, come from the top of the tree, and she kills one. She kills another one. Leaf kills one. As Hodor starts to, uh, as Hodor starts to chant, Eventually, that when Bran hops into his mind in the dream, it starts the hold the door, hold the door chant that just starts down shivers down my spine. Be- oh, yeah. Mara starts begging, you need to wake up, Bran, you need to warg inside Hodor because we need your fucking help. And a white walker ends up coming in. Everything goes into panic mode. Uh, Leaf kind of, or one of the uh, children of the forest stabs one of the white walkers in the gut with the dragon, uh, the dragon glass, but it doesn't work. And then Mira throws it's a throws a spear of dragon glass to the White Walker's face, and it hits him, and he kind of smashes and goes crazy. They're all heading. It's just a quick cut. It all gets intense as Blood Raven's just miserable, like he knew this was going to happen the whole time. Uh, Brandon starts to hear these cries from Mira in the dream. Hodor, jump into Hodor. We need you to get you into Hodor. And just looks confused. And he hears the wake up, and then we see Hodor. We see young Hodor. And this is when Bran, uh, from my approximation wargs into hodor in the past which connects yes. into hodor in the future and 
Bran takes over Hodor's body, and then we see a flash on modern-day Hodor, and then a flash on past Hodor, who just starts screaming, hold the door, as Mira starts saying, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. And then Summer steps up. I'm kind of, I'm going all over the place with this. I'm not necessarily doing this in correct order. Summer also shows up at a point in time, and we already talked about this. Summer steps up and buys them some more time. Then Leaf buys them some more time by being a suicide bomber. Winter's fucking here when Summer's dead. They're all running away. The army's on their asses. Then they get close up to, uh, to the Night's King comes close up to Blood Raven, and they're like face to face as Blood Raven talks now back in time it's a weird like sound cue where we kind of don't necessarily hear it but we hear it in the past and blood raven's like listen listen now is the time that you take me off yes you need to take over for me and you need to become me and right at that point the knight's king stabs blood raven and we see him in the dream with bran break up into like a black oil or black smoke of some sort and just kind of liquefy and then go off, off to Bran heading to the door outside the tree and another sacrifice. Leaf decides to sacrifice herself too. She grabs up one of her balls, does a self-sacrifice. Finally, they get to the door. They get outside and it's hurry. Everyone get out the door. Hold, hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. And then Willis starts having a convulsions and starts freaking out in the past and just fucking the music gets intense as he's Hodor, 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 and he just knows it. And then there's a moment where he jumps out and young Hodor looks at Bran and sees Bran and he knows it all and it's all fucking connected. And what the fuck? And it's fucking grabbing me by the balls, ripping my emotions, punching me over and over and over. What the fuck? And they kill Hodor, they kill fucking Summer. I, I don't give a shit about the children of the forest, but they kill them all! What the fuck was that, Joe? And I just lost it. Lost it. Watched the episode twice today, once in the morning and then once at night. And I fucking cried both times. Right now, I'm like trying to hold it I'm together from up. fucking crying, I'm, I'm dude. Like, um, my eyes are a little watery listening to the recap. Fucking dude. I'm all over the place with this thing, but I, it's just because I'm emotional. I'm trying to fucking yaddy out of this bullshit. So fucking Hodor fucking saves the day and the way that they show it and the screams of the Hodor of the hold the door, hold the door. Hold, like that was what did it. Like that scene could have been not done as well, but it was done well part mainly because of the young actor, the kid's performance of screaming, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. Yep. It, it was just so emotionally fucking sh amazing. Just really amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, that whole scene was really well done. Leaf pulled a Will Smith from I Am Legend, says Sir Og von Dixenstein. The, walk, the White Walker walking through the fire looked cool. The scene was crazy, scary, awesome looking, says Timo. Yeah, she took it like a champ. Uh, she, she took those stabs. Yeah, she did take those stabs well. And I also feel like I need to that, mention yeah, how much they stabbed uh, Summer too. That was that was like that was really horrible. Like they just really got into Summer, and and that was the end of our episode, folks. And uh, that was that was it. And I'm trying to hold my shit together a little bit. As let's take a couple of uh, let's take a couple calls here at the end before we call it an evening. Uh, welcome to the show, one one. Are you there, one one? One one. Are you there? One one one. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, we lost one one. Area code eight one three. You're on the air eight one three. What's going on? Hello, you're on the air. Okay. Eight one three. I'm putting you on hold. I'm not hanging up on you, so I'm putting you on hold in case you come back. Let's go to our good buddy Jay. 
Jay, what's going on, buddy? Did you tear up in the Hodor scene? Did you tear up in the Hodor scene? I think I'm too dead. I'm too deadened by all the violence that has happened on this show. <laughs> Not really. Like I think the last thing that made me feel something really emotional is when they stabbed John, and that was just like, oh, because I, I, I knew it was coming because like I like didn't read the books, but I read like the wickiest so i knew that that scene was going to be it took mm-hmm. me like like i don't know weeks and months later i actually watched him being stabbed because that's something i couldn't take or whatever no i hear and you before bro. that i think the other thing that got me emotional was like joffrey's death but that was emotional and like uh yeah i was finally dead but it was kind of bittersweet because i didn't think he died painfully enough <laughs> and the other thing was the red wedding or whatever that made me emotional, but like, I other, like, oh, and the and and the, the other thing was, uh, Shaggy Dog. Like, I would have yeah. had an easier time if they had just given Rick uh, Rickon's head to yeah. Ramsey and then shown a live Shaggy Dog as yeah. the proof, rather than them giving <laughs> Shaggy Dog head to Ramsey. I would have had an easier time with that. Good yeah. stuff. Kind of shows how screwed I, how I am. <laughs> you no awesome stuff though. I I I uh I you may be screwed up, but I think we all are a little bit, my friend. So great oh, yeah. call as always. This I'm look forward to hear from you on the feedback show, my friend. Great stuff as always this week. It's always great to hear you. One of our first callers. We always uh, always thankful that you get to uh call in, my friend. So let's take eight one three again. Eight one three. What's going on? Can you, are you there, my friend? Going once, going twice. I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep you on the air for a second, just in case you catch so up. This to was it. this was my. Uh, I, I gotta say, maybe it was because I read the books. Uh, so I guess it's kind of the opposite of him. But uh, so I knew mostly all of the deaths were coming, but I didn't read them until after I saw season one. So Ned Stark's death hit me pretty, pretty big. But this was the biggest death in in, in like it hurt me the most as a as a fan and as a viewer mm-hmm. since that and it might have to do with the fact that i didn't that i had read mm. the books and knew everything else that was going to happen so the show i kind of expected these things for the show and was interested to see how they were going to do them yeah. so this was the first thing like i didn't expect hodor was dying today someone I didn't expect someone said in the chat i do i do want to point out this at all that someone said in the chat that uh that dan and dave and their I don't know if this was in their post-episode shit, said that the death of Hodor came from George R. R. Martin. I don't know. Can someone please recap the whole episode? I missed it. Please recap. Hodor and Summer died, Energy. I'm sorry. It's horrible shit. Horrible so fucking to, shit. Yeah. So, uh, to me, it was just a shock all around. And then it was super fucking sad to see how, how Hodor became Hodor and that yeah. he's had to live his whole life having seen his death through the, like, through his own older eye, like yeah, just all sorts dude. of fucking horrible shit, shit. horrible shit. And uh, da- on both their part, on David, both Willis and Hodor's part. David Amazing. asked. David asked the question that uh, Red Wedding was too much of a shock for me. Says Timo. Uh, David said something like, "Did Hodor?" Uh, question for the show: Am I mistaken, or did it seem like Hodor had regained his ability to speak there at the end as he was yelling? He did seem to become to be snapped into reality for a second. I do want to play this call from one of my favorite friends and uh, great fucking great person, uh, Amanda, who uh, I was talking to earlier today. I believe this is from Amanda, and uh, this is a voicemail from her. So let's play this voicemail right now. Hey, Phil, I'm just popping in and out of the live stream, but. 
Oh man, like the ending part of this episode was just so intense. Like I was really shocked. I didn't even know what to do. I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I didn't realize I hadn't been breathing until the credits rolled and I was just like hyperventilating and sobbing. Oh God, that was so hard. That was so hard to hear. Summer, like summer jumping into the fray and oh, I don't even so hard and by the way i just saw that you popped in uh who this message is from just uh smiles just popped in the live chat so perfect timing actually so let's and play the rest door, of the rest of like seriously like hold the door i'm like this is like this is all crazy and i'm like in the craziness i guess there's a lot of perfect timing like, smiles. really intricate like details like to pay attention to like this whole timeline is messed up like why did hodor just like start saying hodor then like it was happening in the future so there's like some kind of like time warp thing i don't even know what's going on but like i could let's do the time warp oh, sorry even process it it was so painful i think you know from when i messaged you i was like this is just the most like insanely painful episode i've ever seen for me it's worse than the red wedding it's worse than oh, yeah. anything i have never cried so hard in my life and i just wanted to kind of share my emotions because this was a pretty emotional ride and I don't know whether I feel sad and like, oh, this is great television, or if they screwed everything up and they're doing wrong by the characters, especially by the Daryl ones. I'm like, why are they all dying? It's depressing me. But anyway, that's my long voicemail, and thanks for the great show. Thank no, you. Thank you. I think you. the hardest you've cried at a TV show your whole life, and that I'm in the same boat, but if that's the hardest you've cried in your whole life, you probably got a good life yes keep it up then congratulations i think sometimes just in fairness i've cried more for the events that happen after the bad events for like little things like when my grandmother who was kind of like my mother died i cried more when my cat died a couple months after she died Mm. more than i cried when my grandmother died because i was crying about both of them i was like oh my god my cat died with miles what the fuck you know, I like started freaking out and I was like freaking out more oh, yeah. because of my grandmother uh, more than that. So I think sometimes uh, these artistic situations or whatever in life, they can really help uh, focus the emotion that you're feeling. Yes, yes, absolutely. Over a TV. She says over a TV show, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> over, a TV show. over a TV show. So let's jump in the live chat before we call it a night. Definitely worse than the Red Wedding, says the odd out. Uh, Should have ran. Rev says, seems like they heard Mira's voice, like he was present in the future with, with Bran at the same time as Bran worked in the past. D&D aren't very smart, says Ario. Madcap says, I thought the same thing. Oh, I thought the same thing as uh, someone above. Uh, Sir- I've never cried so much in a TV show. I hate Game of Thrones now, but I'll keep watching, says Eric. Uh, Summer was smart. She knew they needed a distraction, says Timo. I'm all about that, Timo. Uh, great call, Smiles. Tyrion, John, Danny all ride dragons and kill White Walkers. Next week's twist, Sparrow told Cersei the Queen of Thorns murdered Joffrey. All Tyrells die. Summer and Shaggy Dog had to die because CG butter was used for Melisandre's CG <laughs> granny body. Spoiler, uh, uh, whatever emotions you feel when tragedies strike is beautiful. It's real. It's raw. It makes you, you. Did they ever uh, take anyone out of the wall to bring it down? Did they take everyone out of the wall to bring it down? I think so. Hodor is like that dog you've had for years. This is the best episode to watch on acid. White Walker, Hodor versus, cool. versus Zombie Mom. Mountain. I take I take Zombie Mountain in that one. I think. Right. Sp- uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Z- Joe. White Walker. Hodor versus Zombie Mountain. Franken Mountain. 
I take the Franken Mountain because I think he's just a killing machine, and yeah. uh, and I think white or white Hodor would probably be pretty scary too, though. Oh my god, that's actually really yes. tough. Um, yes. I think right. neither my, one of them die until they're set on fire, though, right? We don't know what kills the mountain. Oh, mountain. We don't know what kills the Franken Mountain, Joe. To be honest, we don't. That's that's a different oh. sort of thing. God, get that TV show that does like the mechanical bear versus yeah, the, uh, the shark or something. Yeah, where they, oh, yeah, yeah. they do the digital oh. versions on Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Or, they do, like, or the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior one where they do like the uh, Zimbabwe Warrior versus the Maori Warrior yep, or some yep. shit. So now is about as good a time as any to start to wrap things up. I just want to thank everyone, like seriously, everyone, the oh, FOPs that are in the Dude. live Discord group now and all the motherfucking chat that's in there so right now. Andrew, thank you to Ario, uh, Andrew, Anthony, Arthur, Baghead, uh, Benjamin, Bruce, Carl, Clayton, Craig, Cody, uh, Doria, Ellie, Energy, Eric, Eric, uh, Folk Blues, G Dozer, George fucking Washington, the dude in the dollar bill, Geraldo, Heavenly Bear, Ian, James, John, Kimberly, Len, Ninja, Patrick, uh, fucking Weekend Doctor, Tom himself, huge thanks, William, William, everybody, Timo, if you haven't, The Finn, Walking David, Sergio, Snatch, uh, any of those people that I haven't mentioned, The Odd Out, if I haven't mentioned any of you guys, thank you so much, SM, all of our friends that called in the live chat all of that are you there caller is there anybody there hello caller do you exist hello caller are you there hello. Uh, i was gonna try to take one last call over the night but uh but that is good we'll call we'll uh call that an evening so young willis reviled his death pretty uh relived his death pretty much did hodor know oh. the whole time that this oh, whole I thing would lead to his death i think so Yes. That's how I, I read it. Did. That is absolutely yeah. how I read it. He's been holding on to this since yep. that day. But uh, someone says they love tacos. Love you, Phil. Love Katie Kerr. If you oh, haven't already oh. and you enjoyed our video, please hit that subscribe button. Please hit that like button. Help us grow. Share it with a friend. Help bring more people, more people to the community to help talk and rant and have some fun about this episode. Thank you, Sir Alec von Lichtenstein, Timo, oh, freaking any of the people that popped in that group. All of you guys mean so much to us. You can follow me on Twitter at I Get Issues Man. Follow Joe at Dirty Locks. Find Katie on Google Plus at Cat Crow. If you have already add me on google plus two helps us to get to the point where we can be verified or something it's all about like adding on google google plus and all that stuff i've come to find out so if you can do that please do that lots of other stuff in the description box if you want to find more information about us how to subscribe to the audio podcast how to maybe buy a t-shirt if you want to buy a t-shirt donate to us via paypal or patreon that kind of stuff uh if you uh, want to send us some stuff, you can email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. I can send you guys the address or check my Twitter or the Google group or any of the places that has a mailing address for us. All of that fun stuff. If you haven't already, please also subscribe to Dirty Issues Gaming. If you like gaming streaming, uh, Joe is over there having a lot of fun. There might be another surprise coming there pretty soon. Uh, we'll talk about that. Some more action going on there. I don't want to talk too much about that yet, but uh, someone might be joining us to create some content on the channel a little bit more. So it's a little bit of a tease for that. So everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week. We will be back Wednesday or Thursday to do a feedback show. I will try to create that vent as early as possible so we know when that, that is happening happening 
But everyone, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I uh, cannot say enough thanks to all of you guys. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, and it's been so much fun to talk to you every week. And it's going to be so much fun to be able to talk to you guys every week for the rest of the season. And, and fucking join us and help more people join us for the remainder of this Game of Thrones. So we can all fucking have as much fun as possible yeah. together talking about this show. So everybody, thank you so much as I'm stalling for a little bit of time to get to the music. <laughs> a little bit of music stall. Let's play, uh, let's play, uh, let's, let's play, uh, people seem to like this one tonight. So let's play, uh, this one tonight. Everybody, good night. Talk to you soon. Love. Yeah.